Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Shalom, for and on the record, this is Brother Shedrick in Israel. Um, and welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship, man. The time now is 7 o'clock, 7.01 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.01 Central Time, and uh, we'll now do a brief roll call of everybody who's joining us this evening. Ema Yaru, Tribe Judah, Shalom. Shalom. Sister Crystal, Tribe of Judah, Shalom. Shalom. Shalom, Go ahead, sir. Sister Charlotte, Tribe of Judah, Shalom. Shalom, sister. Brother Bradley, Shabba Judah, Shalom. Shalom, brother. Shalom, going on the record. Out Eric and Consort, Tribal Judah. Shalom, nation. Shalom. 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 Shalom, going on the record. This is Sister Ruth of the Tribal Judah. Shalom. Shalom, sister. Shalom. Is that everybody uh, joining us this evening? State your name for and on the record. Shalom, brothers. This is Sister Tora. Shalom, Sister Tora. Someone else was going to speak as well. I didn't hear it. One on the record, brother Hakeem Chabadita. Shalom. Shalom, brother. Anyone else? Uh, I didn't hear that. Can you repeat that? Okay. Um, anyone else? Okay. This is, uh, this is Brother Gavin just joining the call from the tribe of Benjamin. And uh, Brother Savon said he, he might be calling in a little late. He was just uh, texting me. Just want to let That's everybody fine. know. That's fine, brother. Shalom. Anyone else? Okay, well, um, I guess that concludes uh, roll call uh, until everyone else comes in. Um, Shalom, brother. Um, this evening, um, we are having a welcome committee. We are welcoming two new members to the nation, uh, one brother Bradley and one sister uh, Charlotte. Uh, uh, I'll also make the announcement that uh, Brother Priest will be uh, joining us shortly. He has to handle a couple of things. Uh, Sister Torres is with us this evening as well. Um, I guess we can start the orientation. Uh, Ima Yaru, you're with us today. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you. Shalom. No Shalom. Shalom, nation. Um, this is the Welcome Committee, and I would like to say that I am Ima Yaruth from the tribe of Judah. 
I would like to express that we, the relatives of this nation, tribes of Aboriginal nations, submit to you, a, of Sister Charlotte and Brother Bradley, a very warm welcome. Now, before we get started, you should have a pencil and a pen ready to take notes. I want to let you know yeah. a little bit about... Uh, thank you, Sister. I would like to let you know a little bit about us. This is a nation, and all of us must be on one accord. That is why in reason for a particular curriculum that the administrator, our priest, has set forth. We are composites of the 12 tribes of Israel, descendants of Adam to the Messiah known as the Christ. We do believe, declare, and state. We are, someone needs to go, go on mute, please. We believe, declare, and state we are of the Hebrew faith, noting that this is not a religion. We're founded as an ecclesiastical government, and also note that ecclesiastical does not mean relating to the Roman Christian religion or church, which was seized from the aboriginal Israelites of the Hebrew faith. It's an ecclesiastical government upon the ancient Hebrew platform of theocracy. We're separate, sovereign, and independent via freedom of religion, meaning having the right to adhere to any form of religion or none to be able to practice or abstain from practicing religious beliefs and to be free from governmental interference with or promotion of religion. And this is guaranteed to us. Oh, can somebody please go on mute, please? Yeah. Promotion Thanks. of religion. And this is guaranteed to us, you and me, by the First Amendment, Article 6, Subsection 3 of the United States Constitution. You will find it in the Black Laws, 7th edition. We believe and bear witness that there is one God, Yah, one true, divine, supreme, almighty creator, to whom there is no second. He is known by many names all over the world in many languages, but of whom we refer to universally as the Most High Almighty. We also believe the book... I'm going on the record. This is Brother Shedrick. I'm going to ask this person who's on uh, with that background noise to please go on mute. Thank you. Thank you. We believe the book, which has been become known as the Holy Bible, it's our book, written for us and by us as a particular group of people who are referred to as the chosen ones, the children of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel. This Holy Bible is as much a book of government, law, commerce, and history of particular people, and as it is always has been the guiding light for civility. The Holy Bible contains the true nationalities. Of all the people in the world, Charlotte and Bradley, as held in the book of Genesis, chapter 10, which would be the table of nations, and you can refer to that and see. We have a seven-point principle awareness pertaining to our true nationality, our condition, the relationship of our male and female, awareness of our prior rulership of the earth, seven master tools for building civilizations, awareness pertaining to history, law, and scripture, and that we are the original inhabitants of the earth, master builders of civilizations, and the mothers and fathers of man and mankind alike. 
once you have access to our Hebrew University, the Tribes of Aboriginal Nations Institution of Higher Learning, you will have access to this information. There's also other sites that will be referred to you by the administrator and those who are in charge. I advise each and every one to study and encourage those who have a concert to study together. Take their own notes, be on time for class, go through the proper administrative order for questions or predicaments, and enjoy your newfound wealth. Again, Sister Charlotte, Brother Bradley, welcome. I turn the floor over to Brother Tobiah. Shalom, phone on the record. Uh, this is Brother Cedric. I'll be stepping in for Tobiah this evening. Thank you. Um, yes, ma'am. Uh, phone on the record. This is Brother Cedric, uh, Tribe of Judah. And what I will basically be discussing at this particular point is the usage of the two words Shalom and uh, Yah. Uh, the word Shalom definitely means peace, as we've come to know it. Um, and it's pronounced Shalom and not Shalom. It's the word Shalom or Shalom, that is, has been uh comes from the Yiddish uh, uh, dialect, which is spoken by the Ashkenazi Jews, because they have, uh, I guess you can say they have a a very heavy tongue, if you will. But for the most part, we don't shun anybody for how they actually speak. And it's the same uh, same understanding with the Hebrew word of, uh, for Yah, or uh, the Hebrew name for Yah, which is Yahuwah. We do realize that people come from different walks of life and have pronounced it in different ways. But they, we don't discriminate based on those uh, on those foundings uh, or those sayings uh, at all. So you know that's just basically the understanding of those two words. And on that note, I will yield back to Imayaru for any more uh, comments. Thank you. We will now turn the floor over to our trustee, Sister Ruth. Hello. Thank you. I'm going to be going over phone numbers, addresses, email addresses, websites, and our fellowship line. So please make sure you have your pen and paper ready. Okay, so the phone numbers. Thank you. Phone number, area code 313-473-9776. Again, that's 313-473-9776. Second number is 512-540. Four two eight six. Again, that's five one two five four zero four two eight six. And you can reach Brother Priest on either of these lines between uh, from Monday through Friday, between the hours of ten thirty a.m. and five forty-five p.m. And that's Central Standard Time. The main mailing address for tribes is one one nine zero zero metric is M is a Mary E T is in Tom R I C the cat Metric Boulevard 
number 228. That is in Austin, Texas. 78758 is the zip code. So once again, that the main mailing address is 11900 Metric Boulevard, number 228, Austin, Texas, 78758. Please let me know if I'm going too fast. For the email address, we have tribes of Aboriginal Nations at gmail.com. That's nations with an S? Yes, nations with an S at the end. Okay, at gmail. At gmail.com. Okay. And I believe we also have Brother Priest at Tribes of Aboriginal Nations dot com. Once again, that's Brother Priest at Tribes of Aboriginal Nations dot com. Or websites, additional websites that will serve as essential resources to aid in your learning. We have tribes of AboriginalNations.com. It's tribes of AboriginalNations.com with the S. Uh, the second one is Temple of the Most High.org. Temple of the Most High.org. Next one is Blog Talk Radio. com forward slash Tribes of Aboriginal Nations with an F at the end. So that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash tribes of Aboriginal nations with an S at the end. We also have tribes theater. The website for tribes theater is tribes theater. Tribes of Aboriginal Nations dot com. Once again, that's Tribes Theater dot Tribes of Aboriginal Nations dot com. You will find the following movies there for your review. One is Holy Are You, The Lost Now Found, 12 Tribes of Israel. That's all 
one movie. It's the name of one movie. It's Holy Are You. The Lost Now Found. Twelve Tribes of Israel. Second movie is Message to the Straw Man. That's Message to the Straw Man. And the third one is A Call to Nobility. A call to nobility. Please make sure you review those three movies. Okay. And every Thursday we have Fellowship Line, which is led by Minister Shedrick. And the number is for nation purposes only, so it's not to be shared with anyone outside of the nation. And I'm just going to give you the telephone number and the call ID again. That's one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And the call ID is one two six zero eight three. Once again, the number is 724-444-7444. With the call ID of 126-083. And with that, I yield to Ima Yaru. Shalom. Thank you, sister. Us in the nation, we have a dress code, and I would like to give those this information to you. Uh, you can go to Deuteronomy 22, verse 5. That's the King James Version. The woman should not wear that which pertains unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garments, for all that do so are an abomination unto Yahweh the Most High. First Timothy 2, 9, King James Version. In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sovereignty not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. Our general behavior is to please understand we are people establishing and maintaining a nation of the 12 tribes of Israel. Be respectful at all times, for we always respect each other and refrain from gossip, envy, and strife. Upon learning each other's names and titles, please try to make a habit to address each other as such. Do not hesitate from contacting proper officials in in case of trouble situations. We can call a tribunal for court hearings. The curriculum is a three-year minimum, 32 weeks a year, eight-week semester. Classroom etiquette and conduct is expected with the following. Upon arriving to class beyond time, a suggestion is to call in five minutes before time. Announce yourself. If called upon, it would be suffice and appropriate to state your name and tribe, state in which you live. That's optional. After you finish speaking, yield to the speaker or teacher to alert them you're finished speaking. Important. Mute phone if you, if you uh, are not speaking or 
if you incur background noise out of courtesy to the other members of the class. Tribe's Theater was mentioned, and it was, you, will, you can refer to those things for so those uh, three videos, which are outstanding and done by uh, Brother uh, Administrator Priest. And I would like to leave you with this, and then I will call upon, I don't know if Brother um, Priest is in here, but if not, I, I will call upon Sister Tora if she wants to speak. But I want to leave Charlotte and Bradley this as well as the nation. And normally from time to time being a Ema of the nation, you know, I have written uh, poetry back in the days, and I like to reflect back to see where I am and maybe to let others know how far we've advanced. And this one was done August 16, 1990, and it's called The Mind. The mind is like time infinite. It's like the fiery sun, brilliant. It's like a straight line, continuous if not broken. It's like radio wave links giving and receiving messages unspoken. The mind is like the universe, great and vast. Is like the ocean and seas, depth and mass. The mind is like a board you're always traveling. It's like a brook constantly babbling. The mind is like freedom not being owned. It's like a house, a dwelling place called home. The mind is like a hall closet, mysterious and dark. It's like Halloween where unwanted spirits legally lock. The mind is like a tool always at work. It's like a hypodermic needle. When pricked, it's sure to hurt. The mind is like a seagull bird gliding in flight. It's like an equally divided day, morning, noon, and night. The mind is like fire. It can kill. It's like decision. It's your free will. The mind is like a virgin, contents unknown. It's like a dinosaur, extinct except its bones. The mind is a terrible thing to throw away toxic waste. It's like, like a shopping spree date. Hey, you better make haste. The mind is like a book full of knowledge. It's like a learning place, school, or even our college. The mind is gravity, a powerful force. It's like an animal, a beastly galloping horse. The mind is like television deceiving all the time. It's like a doorbell announcing its guests with a chime. The mind is like an envelope when licked is sure to be sealed. It's like heaven above when entering the heavenly father, the most high, his love will be revealed. And with that, I yield to Sister Torah. Shalom. Thank you, uh, Akti. Um, greeting, uh, brothers and sisters. Shalom. This is Sister Torah, uh, tribe of Judah. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so if my voice seems um, a little bit uh, rough, that's the reason. I just wanted to come on and... Um, congratulate our brother and sister for uh, joining our uh, nation, and um, I wanted to welcome you. Brother Priest is not available at this moment. He's um, conducting a um, private phone call, and he should be returning very soon uh, to greet you as well. So, um, again, uh, shalom, and uh, welcome to the nation. And I yield over to um, either Brother Cedric or... um, Akti Yaru at this point. And I yield. All I I can say is welcome, and I will yield to uh, Minister Cedric. Shalom. Shalom and Todah to Ima Yaru and Akti Toru. It's a pleasure to have you guys here this evening. And it's also a pleasure to have Brother Bradley and Akti 
Charlotte with us this evening as well. And let me just say, um, Ark Bradley, brother. Um, Ark Bradley, do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself, you know, um, telling the nation a little bit about uh, who you are and what um, what draws you to Tribe of Aboriginal Nations? Um, yes, part of the background noise, if you hear any. But um, since I was young, I always knew I was an Israelite. My father, from a young age, say about five years old. And then, you know, growing up, you know, you kind of in and out of it, not fully into who you are. It's, it's a lot of distractions in the world. But then I say a few few months ago, I came. I came to fall upon you through my father, actually listening to you. And then that's how it all began, you know, hearing Brother Priest and other brothers. They had yourself on Blow Talk Radio. And then from there, I just started studying the Black's Law and with scriptures. And then that's how I just felt I needed to contribute to the nation and you know, help our people and, you know, better ourselves as a nation. Um, that is all. Yes, sir. Shalom on that. And we're glad to have you here, brother. Right. Um, Thank you, Shalom. No problem. Um, Ati Charlotte. Shalom, yes. sister. Shalom. Shalom. Well, um, we'd like to hear from you and uh, get a glimpse of who you are and what drew you to tribes of Aboriginal Nation. Okay, well, um, I found out um, probably about 12, 10 to 12 years ago that I was Israel, and um, mm-hmm. I started out at, with a Christian background, um, no no one particular denomination, um, just, you know, bouncing back and forth between a lot of Baptists, some non-denominational churches that um, I couldn't really get a feel of um, the Bible. I didn't quite understand the Bible, so I joined a couple, well, I joined one um, Hebrew camp, and I studied under that camp for a couple of years, and then um, I met Sister Crystal, which pointed me in the direction of um, the tribes of Aboriginal, and we've had plenty of com- conversations over um, just some of the things that some of the camps are not teaching, and mostly spiritual stuff, and we kind of, I guess, over the years, <laughs> been searching for this type of um, nation. So that's my, that's, I guess that's how I kind of stumbled upon um, the tribes of Aboriginal. Yes, ma'am. And again, like unto uh, Bradley, you, dear sister, we are glad to have you here as well. And I'm pretty sure that priests will get into the ramifications of um, donation is a, a little bit more. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, um, you know, we're all family here. Um, it seems like it's been long overdue. And um, we all came from different backgrounds, different, you know, ideologies, different philosophies. And it just seemed like ever since we've all been here, it's just been nothing but love here. And, you know, for the longest time, a lot of people felt like 
the rebirth of Israel was impossible. But I, just being here and listening to you and listening to Brother Bradley and all the brothers and sisters who have entered this line today is just, I know it's possible, you know. And right. we will build. This is our mission. This is our purpose. And as I uh, said this to the sister yesterday in class, this is our destiny. We've ran away from our destiny for too long, and we can't run away from who we are because the more we ran, the more we suffer. But the what I've learned over the years, ever since I've been here, is that the more we embrace who we are, it is amazing how life works itself out in your favor. And I haven't felt so blessed in all my years and, and since I came to try the Aboriginal Nation. It's been a blessing to me personally. And I've seen the impact it's made on all the brothers and sisters who have been here um, and who are here. You know, um, mm -hmm. for the most part, uh, fellowship is basically one of those things that we have uh, every week, and it is for communion purposes where we all commune with each other. Um, we do not uh, get into class discussions here on fellowship. This is uh, kind of a getaway from class discussions. We're here to talk about current current events, daily affairs, um, things that are going on around us, what we think about those particular uh, current events, um, and anything in general that um, may basically edify, uh, you know, anyone here because we're here to grow, you know. So for the most part, um, that is what fellowship is. And I will now open up the floor for anyone to uh, share any topics that they uh, want to share this evening. And mind you, the time now is 7, uh, 31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. State your name, point on the record. Ima Yaruth, Tribe of Judah. I'd like yes. to say that um, on the news today, it's been granted that the United States can start issuing GMO salmon. What do you think about that? <laughs> that just goes to show you that the fact that they can issue GMO salmon with, without necessarily getting the consent of the people, it just goes to show you what type of government we are living under. And I guess you can say at this particular point, when you consider the status of our people who are in bondage, I guess you can say the United States government doesn't necessarily need their consent because they're telling you we're going to we're going to put out what we want to put out, mm -hmm. you know, and and I'm you know hearing what you said, Emo Yaruf, mm -hmm. it just goes to further show. It's a clear sign that this is the moment where we begin to push ourselves out of this jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Because when you, again, 
when you have given someone that much uh, pull or that much room to make decisions on your behalf that may uh, cause detriment to your health, mm-hmm. that becomes a problem. And our people who are here on this continent are so complacent. They are so blind to what's actually going on in, you know, Congress. They're not seeing these things. They're thinking, okay, well, that's not going to affect me. It eventually will. And you have to look at it like as a trickle-down effect because if they can pass GMO salmon and they can pass mandatory laws for uh, vaccinations and all of these other different things, they can do other different – they can pass other laws to further in uh, – to put you further under their jurisdiction, giving you no foothold outside of this jurisdiction. And when you finally do grasp that little light of truth, it'd be all too late for you to do anything about it because you put so much – you invested so much interest in keeping your government or giving your government that power to make decisions on your behalf. This has got to stop. And it stops with us learning how to govern ourselves. It's important. This is it's, it's extremely important. Anything else, Ima Yarush, you want to uh, share with that? Yes, I just want to elaborate and, and emphasize very importantly that it's it's very important that we watch the news. I mean, you know, pay attention yes, to the news. If we, you know, forget the regular shows and all that crazy stuff, let's continue to watch the news because back in March of two, uh, 25th of 2015, uh, we did a report on the news, our SSR news that we have about Montesono, Montesono wants to keep you in the dark. And, you know, they had the uh, politicians uh, backing them up. up and it was uh, they had this thing that was called dark act and i think you've talked about that on this line you know in the past it's a uh, a dream bill for them you know where what it means is they don't have to label the gmo foods that they're gmo i mean and and of course congress and all those uh, lobbyists they was pushing for it so now this um U.S. health regulators, regulators on Thursday, this Thursday, cleared the way for this type of genetically engineered, you know, Atlantic salmon to be farmed for our human consumption. And they said it's the first uh, such approval for an animal whose DNA has been scientifically modified. Okay, so they said it's going to take maybe a few more years before it will reach our plates. But I do want to remind everybody, when they first did that sheep, what was her name, uh, Brother Cedric, Lucy or something? Yes, ma'am. I think that's the name of the uh, sheep. Uh, do you remember how long ago that was? It's been, it's been years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since I heard about that. I think Lucy was what? Wasn't that in like the early 2000s or something like that? Or was it, it way before then? It might have been before then. Anybody else on there know? I don't know. It's oh, come on. I know somebody was, I know somebody remember Lucy the sheep <laughs> when they cloned her. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been before then, maybe. Uh, it was actually 1995. Dang. So you figure, what's this, 2015 minus yes, 1990, 90, 1995? Oh, man. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That's, 
that's exactly 20 years ago to the date. So it's not like they wasn't uh, preparing for this, and it's just that, like uh, the minister said, we we got to come out of this because all those things. Uh, one more thing, and I'm gonna, you know, sit back and listen from after this. All I want to say is that we have to realize uh, there was one thing that brought uh, came back attention to me was the um, Illuminati uh, cards. And I'm not one to really stress out on Illuminatis and all that, because basically, you know, they have no power over the Most High. But these Illuminati cards, which were written back in 1990, 95, somewhere like that, by this young man, uh, a lot of the cards, a lot of the incidents happened, and and they won the cards before the incidents happened. So they, you know how conspiracy people are talking. But anyway, I, I went and looked at on eBay to see how much these cards will run you today. The set, which is about 500 of them, 500 plus will run you exactly about 500 some dollars for the excellent ones in good shape to something and all that. So, uh, and, and at that time the CIA was trying to get them off of the market because I guess I don't know they weren't supposed to be on there. But anyway, we just have to be more aware. Please pay attention to the news. Please take this serious. And with that, I yield. Yes, ma'am. And, and one more thing for me um, in regards to the whole article itself. I think this is very beneficial considering the fact that most of us are trying to practice a, uh, a healthy diet, um, trying to consume better foods, you know, to further get a little bit more healthy, to sharpen our thinking, to sharpen our minds and bodies and souls. Um, so let this be uh, 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 news to your ears in regards to how you shop for your food because you know all too well when you hear stuff about someone putting things into your food that you have to consume, it's going to alter the way that you eventually do things. So, um, Yes, sir. Shalom, brother. Is that brother, is that uh, Minister uh, Priest? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will now... Uh, yield it to you, brother. Shalom. Shalom. My apologies to everyone. Um, there was a situation that took place that some accusations were made against us and against me, indirectly against me, not directly. And I wanted to speak with this individual one-on-one, and he did show up. And we had a lengthy conversation, conversation, which I'm just ending right now. And I asked him, he apologized for any uh, confusion he may have caused. He apologized to me and to us. And I asked him, well, if you're sincere in your apology, then please put out a retractment of your statements. If some of you don't know, I'll, we'll talk about it after um, I get this out of me because I'm fresh off of the line with this guy. <laughs> so he apologized, and I asked him, well, if you're sincere, please put out a retraction of your statement. And I said, if you if you sit down and talk to us or anybody, for that matter, I'm paraphrasing, if you first talk to us and then find out that what we're doing is all these things you're accusing of us of, I said, you have my permission to go and tell anybody on this earth and blast it to anybody on this earth if you find that what we're doing 
is actually all those things you have accused us of. I had to get that out. Mr. Cedric, where are we at in the process today? <laughs> I'm Shalom Point on the record. This is Minister Cedric. Um, at this particular point, Brother uh, Emanuel Roof, she uh, opened. Uh, uh, Octi Ruth, she uh, gave out phone numbers. I uh, stepped in and I gave them a little bit of edification as far as uh, the word Shalom and um, the usage of the word Yahweh, I mean Yahweh or Yahuwah. And um, we also allow Ima uh, Octi Torah to give a few announcements as well on your behalf. And then we asked the brother and the sister to um, uh, educate us about who they are and how they found tribes. And then we just were in the middle of discussing uh, some current events, opening up for topics. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Um, brothers and sisters, this is to everyone in the nation. When... People falsely accuse you, and they will. You have to be selective in how you address it. You have to be selective as to whether you even respond to certain things. But I don't know how many of you know this, and I know that maybe, you know, this is an odd way of two new individuals coming in, but... It's important that you know this. It's important that you know this. This individual accused Cedric of being an agent of the government, the U.S. government. <laughs> this individual accused us of selling some nationality documents and that, he, that we, I sold it to him which is a complete lie. He accused us of the stuff we do, sending people to prison and jail. Complete lie. And a whole lot of other things. And the thing that got me most is this one thing if you make general accusations, but when you go against my brother or my sister and call them agents, you can say what you're going to say about me. But when you say something about somebody I love, it's a different kind of brother priest. And I just wanted to make sure I dealt with him one-on-one. -on -one. And he got off the phone kind of soon. He said he would be willing to speak with me again, and I did record it. So, Brother Bradley, how are you, brother? I'm good, Brother Shalom. Shalom, brother. What are your thoughts on what I just shared with you in your life experience? Um, I would say, you know, people always will, you know, come at you for doing right and what they believe that maybe isn't right or it's just maybe jealousy or envy. But, you know, that's what our people, the mindset we have and 
how we are towards each other. We can never build together. We always got to so it's strife and, I say, mostly jealousy between one another as a nation within our nation. And that is all. Have you experienced things like this in your life, brother? Um, no, sir. Praise the Lord. You are blessed. You are blessed tonight. And one of my concerns is this guy put on Facebook, don't join tribes of Aboriginal nations. These people, he said, we're doing stuff to harm people. Go ahead, brother. I think I did see that because I'm actually in the in the group on Facebook. I might have came across that. And you know what? Some of the people might have believed that stuff. And some of the people that were trying to apply with us, all of a sudden, I was supposed to meet with them, and they didn't show up or they're not responding. And I'm saying it's obvious to me that that's not a coincidence that it may or may not be involved with what this uh, individual has done, but people's blood are on your hands. So he was talking about how um, people out here lying and selling nationality packages and all these different things. And I said, well, brother, you got to practice what you preach. Because, and he said, you say you so much for the people, but you're, you're against the people when you're going to spread lies about us. How about the lies you're spreading? Without exactly. Checking facts, without checking your facts. So what troubled me is that I, I really think there's a link between some of those people that just applied and then all of a sudden no response. And so now these people are, are in confusion, possibly, or anybody that doesn't comprehend would be in confusion. So these are the things that we walk in this path every day with love and patience we can rise above it with truth we can rise above it we have got to stand on the truth and deal with the things that that come in front of us sister charlotte how are you today i'm blessed brother it's very good to hear you sister what are your thoughts on what i'm sharing with you i i always say satan is always at work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know that's He's right. Busy. So I just I don't I don't let certain things um you know get to me. I'm I'm I wasn't one of the ones that saw the actual Facebook post cuz I may not be a part of the group that you know brother Bradley spoke of but um for me I mean as long as I'm learning something I want to be closer with the father I rule out foolishness. I don't I don't tolerate foolishness and my level of understanding as long as I'm growing spiritually and you guys are here to help me do that, I'm good. Yes, ma'am. Praise the Lord. I'm good. I'm a little amped up. So please don't let that offend anyone. But I'm a little amped up because of my conversation with him. 
Brother Priest. Yes, ma'am. This is Ima Yaru, Tribe of Judah. Uh, was this individual part of our nation at one time or of that, you know? No. Okay, okay. Never. Don't know. Um, he confessed on the record that he does not know me personally. He never met me. He mentioned something about the matrix. This is what he said. He said, uh, <laughs> now, now, Shedrick, listen to what he said. He said, um, <laughs> you got this information from such and such and such and such. You're talking about it now, but it was out in 2010. I said, well, that's because I put it out there in 2006. (laughs) 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 Wow. So, you know, I mean, just his whole idea. I can say this. I can honestly say this. Let me give you a broader perspective of this brother, a a more positive perspective. I 100% believe he means well. I do. After talking to him and hearing his spirit and hearing things behind where he's going with it, I can see that he doesn't have a functional knowledge. He sounds good, you know, he can talk it, but he doesn't have a functional comprehension yet. You know, um, and I believe he's sincere and that he means well. All of that aside, just don't slander people. Right. 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 Now, everybody here may be aware of, forgive me, Lord, for bringing them up. I mean no harm. Who who is not aware of GMS? Anybody not aware of them? I'm not going on record as Ike Manuel. I'm sure you are, brother. You probably don't realize it. <laughs> um, okay. Mr. Charlotte, what do you know about I don't know much about them, but I've heard them. I, I know they bash women a lot. <laughs> they sure enough do. They bash women, like, terribly. So, yeah, I don't... I've never watched one of their videos. Um, it was in something probably on Facebook year, like years ago that I um, I came up, I came upon uh, a video and they were just like going off on women. They have a, they use a lot of profanity and it's like man, they sound like devils for real. Yes, sir. Going on the record, this I'm Eric. Concert. We haven't heard of them either. With that idea, praise the Lord. I'm glad you haven't actually. Um, but Bartholomew, excuse me, Brother Emmanuel has been around uh, long enough. To, he probably doesn't realize who it is, but I'm sure he knows who it is. Um, Brother Bradley, what do you know of GMA? I'm a little familiar with them. I know they very sincere group, I should say, and very combative and always, I say, always with strife for other camps, and I yield. Do they really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They did the famous short slut. Did you see that? (laughs) No, I didn't see that. The you're a slut, you're a slut, you're a slut, you're a slut. They were just bashing the sister. Running her down the street, you're a slut, you're a slut. 
a bunch of them on the street. So, like, I didn't know that they do a lot of recants, but, like, give me an example of what you mean, brother. Um, I said they most, mostly, I've seen them, they combative with um, IUIC, and, uh, you know, their lead over there, I think, Nathaniel. Oh, Nathaniel. Yeah. yeah. That's what I know of. Yeah, I used to speak with uh, Nathaniel um, via MySpace. And a lot of times, when they first started attacking him, um, like for some people, if you don't really realize, YouTube only really started around, well, it got popular around 2007. And before then, it was out, out maybe a year or two before then. But it was all Caucasians on YouTube. There was no Negroes. So as soon as they came on there, they started attacking Nathaniel. And I was conversing with him via MySpace. And I asked him, I said, did these brothers pull you aside and talk to you privately? And, you know, like according to Hebrew law? And he wrote me back, no, brother. They just went out there and just started going in on me. And he was really hurt about it. And... I was talking to him for a number of weeks and letting him know, you know, stay the path and, you know, my prayers are with you, my love is with you. Now, we kind of have some different views um, and backgrounds in the Hebrew faith, but he's still my brother, so I supported him. Because what they did, man, was really, really bad. It was really bad. They really went in. You remember the, the, how long they were doing? It was for like two years. Yeah, it was a long while. Yes, brother. So, so anyhow, all of that aside, any questions you would like to ask us, Sister Charlotte? None at the moment. Okay. Is Sister Chris on the line? Crystal with a K? You on the line, Sister? Shalom. I'm on the line, brother. What is your knowledge of the aforementioned party? Um, I became familiar with them via YouTube, um, I guess, about three years ago, and basically kind of came to the same conclusion that uh, both Sister Charlotte and uh, Brother Bradley mentioned. Uh, just, just really... Um, <laughs> Brutes, I guess that was the right word. Um, not a lot of edification in terms of what I saw, in terms of the scripture anyways. Uh, you know, just flexing the superiority complex, which kind of looks more like an inferiority complex. Um, and it just, you know, just wasn't something I, I gave a whole lot of attention to. Yes, ma'am. I understand. Uh, Brother Bradley, any questions you would like to ask? No, sir. Okay, great. I will pass it back to Minister Shedrick. I will be in the background for the remainder of this uh, fellowship. I'm here to talk about anything. If anybody wants to ask me anything or whatever you want to talk about, I am here. Yes, sir. Ta-da. And thank you for being with us this evening, uh, uh, Brother Priest. Um, 
I will now open up the floor again for any more topics that anybody cares to share this evening. Ema Yarus, there's nobody I want to talk. I would like to make a statement on that about, you know, the gentleman, excuse me, and, and I must have to say that we need to learn uh, from Brother Priest because, you know, what he said, that he's seen beyond the man's, you know, he's seen a spirit, and, and that's what we are learning is to be able to discern the spirit of a man, you know, because we all go through our ups and downs, and I'm pretty sure he's been conditioned just like the rest of us, but what it brings to mind, you know, the most high, he's in control of everything. And if some seen it and were not or, or decided not to go, then it could be for the best. Time will tell, but also Aristotle says the mark of an educated mind is to be able to interview, inter, entertain a thought with accepting or rejecting it. So that's very important that we have to be able to accept or reject something by entertaining that thought, thinking about that thought. And the people out in the world, they're going to have to start standing up on their two feet and being able to discern between what is good and what is bad. They accept what the beast and corporate has put in their on their plates for many years, and now they are, are turned away because someone, you always have to kind of search out and kind of, you know, question everything. And so that, that right there, we don't worry. We will have an influx of people in a little while. And also, truth is not for all men, but for those who seek it. And so we have to remember that we are on a mission, and we will accomplish it by getting those who are supposed to be with us. And with that, I yield. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, uh, Ima Yavu. And just hearing that does kind of make me think about what had occurred um, over the weekend. Um, for the most part, you know, just coming into contact with that brother really did kind of allow me to see that majority of our people are broken they are broken in the way that they handle themselves and how they interact with other people. And when you come into a particular body of knowledge and you, you know, you do several different things. Sometimes you pass it off as your own without necessarily giving, you know, proper due to the people who actually work so hard to uh, share that knowledge with other people, but to try to edify the people at the same time. And then sometimes we tend to, you know, kind of become puffed up, but all at the same time don't really know too much about the knowledge that we are, uh, that we're bragging about. So it's kind of like a false sense of, it's almost kind of like a false sense of security with the information only because you have, you put so much, you invested so much of your ego into the information, but you don't really understand it. and. I wish that the brother, um, me personally, I wish that the brother would have, because um, he came to me when I first introduced the brother to the website. He came to me um, as somebody who had particularly, I guess you could say, wanted want to build. But even before then, he was really, you you could tell he just having the very first conversation with the brother, I didn't really think he understand that he didn't get most of the stuff he was talking about. Um, I mean, we had one conversation before then, and um, he was talking about going to the world court. 
And I told, and I made the statement that, hey, you know, that would be a great idea, but of course we have to file a petition. And he was, he just instantaneously said, well, I can tell by your response, you don't know anything about commerce and, and, and government and nationality or what, uh, I'm paraphrasing. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Good yes, ma'am. I just wanted to know if this was the Alan Bromwell or yes. Okay, you do know that he's um more science temple, right? Yes, and I do know. Set, okay, it's a Moabitis or something like that. But um, it's weird. But that's weird though. And I want to say, and let me, and I don't mean to cut you off, sister, but I'm going to explain something because I thought this was really interesting. Um, within. The when I went to address the the uh, rumors that he had been spreading about us, and I asked the brother, you know, when I was asking the brother, you know, why are you doing these things, and all of this other different stuff? Why are you accusing us of these things? Why not? Why aren't you hassling the more science temple and all of these other different things? First of all, why are you lying? Period. I say you're part of the more science temple, if I'm not mistaken, and they don't practice and they you know, they don't encourage those principles. Of course, they state that they don't encourage those principles. What and so the brother... Are you, are you referring to? I'm sorry. No, Brother I, Allen. That's who... I, I just... Oh, gosh. I just came on the line and my battery is a little low, so I didn't hear about the principles that he was talking about. Remember, I just blocked him. I, like, gave right. him a piece of several minds. And then I just, you know, I blocked him. So if yes, he's ma'am. still ranting and raving, I can't even see it because I don't, you know, I don't want to be bothered I, I, uh, at all. But what, yes. what else is he talking about? Well, what ends up happening and what I was, what I was actually getting to is when I was asking the brother to address the allegations against us, he erased the whole, he erased the whole, uh, everything that he was saying. But in the statements that he had erased, he he said that he was not affiliated with the Moore Science Temple of America, and that he stands on his own. Okay, yeah, he he sta- he made the statement that he wasn't even affiliated with them, and I said, well, brother, He's a liar. yeah. I said, well, brother, I said, you need to check your, you need to go and check your page because you have one that you study with the Moorish Scientist of America. So, yes, you know, I, again, I kind of just, you know, dealing with the mindset of the brother, I just, just seemed so broken. I, and, you know, mm-hmm. like Brother Priest, you know, stated earlier, he, he feels that the brother does mean well, but the brother doesn't really get it. But I think, you know, it's just one thing to not get the information that you're trying to post out, that you're trying to use to edify the people. But it's another thing to slander somebody and then turn around and then reuse their information that you, you know, accuse they stole from someone else. I just thought that was really odd. Um, I'm glad that this all got cleared up. And um, for the most part, we could get back to being tribes. Uh, as if we remember, we were always going to do us, but we don't, you know, we don't want to be out there uh, operating under a, a, a slandered name, you know, because 
it can cause people to look at us as faulty and we don't want our name tainted. So I felt like I needed to address this brother and let him know you are out of line. We, we had any, you know, we're not going to be out here slandering other people, you know, because it's going to make us look good. And I told this brother, when you make these accusations, you are telling me that I have to prove to the people, you know, against your accusations. But I say, no, brother, you're responsible for that. I say, because now you have to explain to the people who you put that information out there to where you get these allegations from and how you came up to the, how you came up to your conclusion, what's your premises from. So it don't rest upon me. It rests upon you, you know. And, um, again, I'm glad that this is, this is done. Um, I, you know, that, that's just my whole thing with that, um, on that note, I'll open up the floor again for any um, uh, titles, I mean, titles, topics that anyone wants to share this evening. Uh, Shalom Nation. Again, this is Sister Nisha Tribe Judah. Um, I don't know how much life on this body where I have left, so I just kind of want to ask um, your thoughts about something. Um, yes, ma'am. I'm noticing a lot of, like, even with that guy, Alan Brumwell, um, I don't care if you're Morris Science Temple. I have friends that I went to school with that, you know, they're cheap of the Morris Science Temple. I have friends that are uh, Muslim. Um, I have friends that are deep into Egyptology studies. Um, I have friends that are African, hermetic, um, by origin. Um, but I think that it's very important for us as a people, even if there is a division in ideology, to kind of join together to develop our community and be able to put aside the differences of ideology. But it seems to me, even within, I would say, the Hebrew Israelite movement, there is a more of an acceptance of, I guess you would call them a Goyim or non-Israelite, Gentile, there's more of an acceptance for people outside of the nation than we have an acceptance of people within our nation that do that have an identity crisis. Do you, are you seeing that? Are, in terms of, okay, from what I gather, are you saying that there are more people, like there, there are Hebrew-Israelite groups who are allowing people who are more of a Gentile uh, status in their groups than their own people. Yeah, Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, like fighting for the acceptance for others outside of their own, more than their own that have lost their way. Does that make sense to you? I hope that makes sense. It does. I I think I know where you're going there with that. Um, for the most part, I 
haven't necessarily. I guess they kind of hit and miss me sometimes because, I mean, when we're in tribes, the whole idea of having a nation is having your, you know, culture, history, identity, and pedigree and sharing that within the nation. But also understanding that as a nation, we are, you know, it's it's natural to, op, uh, you know, operate with as a nation with other nations. And um, I guess, you know, there's, I can't necessarily say what the difference if I can, Brother Cedric, once again, because I don't know how long my battery life is, let me clarify. I'm not saying that we are not going to. Yes, ma'am. To do that. that. That's not the issue. The issue is gathering the lost sheep. Okay. And that being, I guess, my primary focal point. That's yeah. my, my main concern. Yeah. I think too many times we are so consumed with outside acceptance, we have the Jewish synagogue that has their nation and they're catering to their nation and they have their neighborhoods, they have their schools, they have their supermarkets. We have our Ishmaelite brothers and sisters, ancestors, that have their nation, they have their temple, they have their schools. They have their supermarkets. They have their halal markets. Why are we so consumed with making sure that everyone is a part of what we're doing instead of establishing what we need to establish? And then those that choose to cleave, allowing them to cleave. Yes, um. Yes, ma'am. Someone was going to say something. Uh, yes, Ima Yaru, foreign on the record. Um, if I'm understanding her clearly, um, from my viewpoint, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that, you know, uh, strength comes in numbers, number one. And we as the nation, we are in, as one mindset unified uh, and with those objectives in mind, when we bring about these conversations of outside, you ha- it's kind of like sometimes you have to peer back in the past to deal with the present to be able to to be able to move forward to the future. Me, from my observation in in participation, I don't really see us so hung up. Now, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know what goes on with that, never wanted to be, but I don't see us as a nation in conversation or in class that we're hung up on what really others are doing, but it is required of us to have some concern because we will be dealing with people out here, and that is a, that is a thing that does confront us, but I really don't see us like that. I see us progressing. I do have to say praise the Most High that Brother Priest is, 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 is rolling. We're rolling right along with him. We're comprehensive of the things that he's putting forth, so I, I really don't see that with us. I, I might be a little off, but I don't see it. So I'm nice sorry. Brother. I'm sorry. For Judah. I um uh, I I I I I'm it's kind of a thing where it's like a divide and conquer. It's like we got all these all these all all of our people, all of Israel 
I'm over here. I'm this this type of Israelite. I'm this type of Israelite. I'm this. Mm-hmm. I'm that. Instead of banding, instead of banding together, noticing that we're all Israel, we're all people of color, so to speak. And why can't we pull together? I mean, this beast incorporated will give, you know, here in Washington, the tribe of what is it, the tribe of Gad, North American Indian or whatever, but they have their own reservation. They have their own casinos. They have all these things, and. And my consort, she works at the, the tribal school, KC Plus. She's a fourth, fourth grade teacher. Teacher, and all these things that they're afforded, and the things uh, that they give, the Beast Incorporated gives these to these to this part of Israel because most of them up there are on 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 you know some type of drugs, alcoholics, and you know things of this nature. They don't do anything. They're not doing anything with what uh, what they've been given or what they've, you know, gotten from Beast Incorporated as far as having their own land, being self-governed, and, and the whole nine. And I just feel like if if we could get something, just a small part of something like that going here in the U.S., that a lot of people of color, when they see their brothers doing something and, and, and thriving, they all want to seek the knowledge or jump on the bandwagon, how can they be there? Because that's kind of how we've been... Uh, I want to say, uh, you know, through the TV, through uh, whatever, that's kind of how our people have been brainwashed to where, you know, that's why we're some of the biggest, we're the largest consumers because if we see it and we see it's good or whatever, oh, we're on it. If we can actually see that for ourselves, for our own people, man, I, that's when everything's going to hit the fan here. It's going to hit the fan because we're going to start spending with each other. We're going to start fellowshipping with each other more. We won't be crabs in a bucket. Everybody pulling each other down. I'm with ISUPK. I'm with, you know, this and that, this and that. Man, we're all together. We're all, you know, all of us are struggling for the for freedom and 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 to be free, you know, in this in this beast incorporated. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's that? Are you? I have a question for Brother Neil. Hold on, hold on, Brother Emmanuel. Yes, Brother Timothy, okay, so don't you see that we're making progress in, in getting at these things established so that we, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be leading by example? I mean, I don't think that we're out there hung up on really what's going on. You know, I mean, that's what we're striving for. Don't you see that? Yeah, I do. I do. And that's what I'm saying. As a, as a nation, I, you know, it's going to be great when we get the people as, you know, we, we get more people, you know, more of our people in the masses. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, I know that we're on the right track and we're doing the right thing. And it's just, you know, um, I'm just basically uh, chiming in on, on as far as, like, our, the division amongst our people, you know. And I'm just saying once we, you know, we, they, you know, the, the more of our people are able to see what we're doing, Trust me, they're going to jump on the bandwagon like a hot song. That's right. Hallelujah. Um, point on the record, I've, and I, I'm not going to allow a Sister Anisha to speak because I, I know she was getting ready to ask another question. I think where the where Oxy was actually going with it is that you have a lot of uh, different um, Hebrew camps out there who will praise or profess to be Israelites. And then they'll use these groups, and then they'll allow, I guess you can say, Gentile-like people in above their own Israelite brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. And what? And 
I, me personally, I haven't necessarily seen it too much because, again, I'm not in those groups, nor do I care to focus on what it is that they're doing. But do understand, and, and I'm pretty sure if you, uh, uh, Sister Anisha is bringing it up, obviously it could, at some point in time it could possibly be happening. What I will say is that everybody, uh, you know, these organizations, they have their own um, principles of about who they think Israel is. Now, is that just necessarily smart? Well, I mean, depending on the the way that they want their organization to go or to grow, I mean, you have to be a little bit more mindful about how you choose to, um, uh, I guess you can say, how should I say this? Identify who Israel is and making sure that you are sure that you are right. allowing those people in to those organizations right. so that you guys can build because if you're allowing these people who are Gentiles into your organization and they have the, they're still in that mindset that mindset of idolatry even most our own Israelite brothers that. and sisters. It's not even Ashram, I'm sorry, it's not even just about the idolatry, but it's about the purposeful divisiveness, purposeful yes, division and destruction. Just yes, like when when um you know um I'm trying to find the words. I guess COINTELPRO. Okay. <laughs> you know, was first uh, uh, introduced into like to destroy certain movements, like the Black Panther movement. I mean, we were feeding and, and protecting our own communities. We were educating our own our own children. Mm-hmm. You know, and they sent in Judas's into the mix to bring down those movements. Same thing with the civil civil rights movement with Martin Luther King. They sent individuals in there directly to support the movement. And with his particular movement, they were Gentiles that that cleaved and ultimately helped to bring it down. So that is my concern, really. And then also, and I, I think I think Brother Priest is still on the line, so maybe he can help me with this understanding. As far as uh, Torah law was talking about the strangers not being allowed into the congregation, and from a law standpoint, what a congregation is, and then I'm going to yield to Minister. Uh, Emmanuel, because I know he was trying to say something, and with that, I yield. Please allow the brother to speak, um, Mr. Emmanuel. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, I'll, I'll yield. I'll yield and just let you know. <laughs> Are you sure, brother? Yeah, I'm sure. Go ahead. Well, let me first say this. No matter how we look at it, it is not an outside forces. Um, they're not to blame. Everything that happens is us. Everything that happens to you individually is an individual spiritual challenge. 
So they might be the other party is guilty of their transgression, but you got to be mindful that that is a test upon you as an individual soul. And here's the other thing about it: foreigners that were kept out of the out of the temples and the congregations were done for specific reasons. Usually, it was either leprosy or albinism or mongoloidism. That's why they were kept out. They were never kept out because of they were just, quote, unquote, a different said race. They were welcomed in, but we differentiated ourselves from them, and we knew that they weren't us because the whole matter is anybody can be a, a Hebrew, but not anybody can be an Israelite. That's the key. Anybody and everybody on the earth was designed to be Hebrew. They just don't know that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're supposed to all be, even if you don't identify as Hebrew, the point is we're supposed to be carrying on these laws, statutes, commandments, and governing the earth. And for the most part, they're there. Mm -hmm. They're there, but we don't see it all the time because we're the transgressors that are being punished at this time. We don't see how the other nations suffer and, and what they do. We see our own. But to make it clear, no matter what we do, we should never discriminate against anybody. What these, and I think also what she was saying is like, it seems like our people as a whole are Hebrews. That, well, let me be specific. Hebrew Israelites, who are specifically those guys on the street. Mm -hmm. they, they alienate everybody from all the different movements that are in this conscious movement. They alienate everybody instead of being able to sit down and talk to one another and reason together. It's like they really alienate everybody. It seems to me like we're the ones that we don't alienate people, but we don't entertain that foolishness either, you mm -hmm. know? Like I told this brother, I said, I have friends in the Morris Science Temple. He told me he wasn't a, a member of the Morris Science Temple. I said, well, I have friends in the Morris Science Temple and the Morris Holy Temple of Science in, in all of these different movements. I have friends in various Hebrew camps. And none of them have done to me or us what he did. So it's like when you look at the conscious movement, all of them – have these egos that attack one another and say that they're better and their knowledge is superior. Same thing happens in the Hebrew movement. Same thing happens in the Christian movement. That's why they have all these splinter churches. That's why they have all these splits in Islam, because the problem is not religion, it's spiritual. And when, when the people come into the comprehension of what the reality of life is, all that stuff is going to sit aside, and people are going to still do it, because they're going to still be idolaters and they're going to still be inventing new religion and new offshoot religion. And that group over there ain't teaching this and come over here because I'm right. And they're going to continue to get slaughtered. And they're going to be in a, in, a, in a mind state that the ones who are putting them to death are the wrong ones and that they're the right ones. Hopefully that makes sense. Are you? Yes, sir. Uh, Sister Anisha, does that answer your question? Sister Anisha? 
Okay. I think, I think, she, I think she got cut off. Yeah, I think she did too. She was saying her battery was really slow. Um, for the most part, you know, the brother is definitely right. Um, and we be, do need to be mindful, again, not so not to be so concerned with what's actually going on with the other groups as much um, in regards to who they let in their organization. Because at the end of the day, they, um, a lot of those organizations have their own purposes. And eventually, depending on the way that those purposes are carried out by the people who are in the nation or managing the nation or coming into that nation or organization, that's going to determine how long they stand. We, on the other hand, our focus here is to uh, live according to those scriptures and try with all your might to, you know, because we live every day, you know, for this particular purpose. This is what we were supposed to be doing anyway. And it is hard for most of us because we've been conditioned, you know, uh, by this beast for so long. But, you know, every day that you put your foot forward to try to make and apply these laws, the more in tune with your creator you will be, you know. And it's not going to be easy, but so is life. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Um, But just... Not be too. Not, don't make yourself so concerned with what's actually going on with the affairs of other organizations, because it's only going to deter you from what you should be doing for yourself, and that's learning how to govern yourself. <laughs> and um, yes. So, Ema. Okay, so yes. that basically was what I was saying, and I hope I yes. wasn't um sounding harsh or anything about it, you know, that's the way I feel. Yes, yes we're concerned ma'am. about others, but, you know, what the person next door to me, my neighbors next door to me, they're in my neighborhood, I hide by, if they ever need me, you know, I'll be there, but my concern is building my foundation. Yes, ma'am. And then I will lead by example. That's just the simplicity that I see in it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to be perplexed with, someone down the street is doing or this tribe is doing, yes, we can take note and be concerned, and and, and we're working towards, you know, pulling our brothers and sisters in. I think our unification here in this this, um, this nation, I see it. I see the, the unification. I, I don't see the perplexion there. I don't see us, you know, I, you know, I understand what she's saying. You know, we all have that feeling within us, but... Right now, it's time for us to build. And like Brother Timothy said, it's time for us to get the, get the laws and, and the commerce down so that we can get out there and get the substance to be able to build. Now, I, I, I know for a fact, you can't build nothing overnight. It, it takes time. It takes time. It's got, we got a three-year curriculum we got to go through. We got to get understanding. We have to get the water off our brain, get our brains washed, and be able to do what we need to do, and others will come. You know, they'll see what we're doing, and they'll, they'll want to be a part of it. That's one of our natures, you know what I'm saying? So that's what basically I was saying. I yield. Yeah, but I, 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 Brother Timothy, I'm sorry, and I agree with that, and um wholeheartedly, and I, one thing I love about the nation is that our foundation, we start with love, and that's what a lot of other nations don't do. They preach hate and exactly. talk about, you know, the white man's the devil and all that type of stuff and always creating division, but 
our foundation is love, you know what I'm saying? Right. And being self-governed is, 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 is loving the most high. And, 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 and if you love the most high, you're, you're focused on being self-governed and, 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 and following the laws and statutes and commandments of the most high. And that foundation, of course, just like our, is, is love. And we, you know, we, well, Brother Priest uh, teaches love and teaches us not That's to, right. you know, not to look at other other races and you know, in a, in a this manner, like we're better than them and all this and that, because mm-hmm. our love is what's going to draw the masses, you know, and what's going to draw and continue to draw the people, you know, to the Most High. Mm-hmm. With that, thank I, you, brother. Thank you, brother. In our progression. Absolutely. Let me interject something. I want you all to really notice because I don't talk about it, but I've been talking about it recently because it's gotten really, really bad. Honest to God, only 30% of the applications are approved since I've been to watch. Now, it was a time where I didn't do it. We had a former ambassador that was doing it. But only 30% have been approved. So that means three out of every ten. Okay, now, if we would have accepted everybody that applied, we'd have probably 10,000 people right now. Okay. Probably. Can you lock the door? And I'm saying this because the depth, the depth of the sickness of our people that apply <laughs> Is unreal. You just wouldn't believe. So the thing is, we've always had a steady flow of people paying attention to us and asking questions. It's just that they just don't get in here. They're either they're either some racist, some agent trying to sneak in and get some information and take it back to their little camp, or they're just crazy. They're just too crazy to even come in. Or some of them don't even know what it is we're talking about. You know, they just get excited. They see the site, and then they apply. So a lot of them, and probably some people on this line, I would say to them, uh, you know what, go back, check the website, listen to some more stuff, tell me what you think in about a week. And then... Some of the people are here with us today because they were at a point when they first came that they were almost ready, but they needed a little more comprehension. So just understand that. Even this, there's a group. Let me share this with you all. I want you all to see the influence that we have. Everybody knows, if you ever heard me talk, you'll hear me talk about my elders, the teach, my teachers. I've been talking this for five, going on six years publicly on the Internet. And even before then, I was in the streets doing it, right? So after I started doing that, always acknowledging my elders, now all of a sudden here these groups come up, springing up, trying to do the same thing we're doing, and then they're calling themselves Council of Elders and uh, all this stuff, right? So after they rose up, start mimicking us, and they start to break down, then they start to 
come to us and apply. We've had people from Yahweh being Yahweh, Ben on me, um, Hebrew Israelites on the street, a Nation of Islam, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, Christians, of course, all these different people have applied with us, and a whole lot of them get turned away because they're just not ready yet. You know, I can't say if they're ever going to be ready, but I know I can sense and hear it in them when they're not. If we had let all these people in, we probably had 10, 20,000 people full of maniacs. I yield. Yes. Shalom. And, you know, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago um, when I think uh, Sister Crystal with a K had just got in. And you were talking about, we were talking about the process, uh, the admissions process or the interest process for people getting in. And after having this, you know, uh, events happen this weekend, it just further lets me know how important it is to evaluate the mentality of people before you introduce them to a particular body of nation I mean, uh, information because once you observe that type of mindset that that person is in, you can further, you pretty much can tell what ends up happening next. Um, and the fact that, you know, you were able to see and deal, well, deal with the people beforehand before they decide to, before you decide to let them in or not let them in, I think that's good. It just goes to, it just goes to show that our security level um, is on point um, and just how much we cherish the information that we have here, which is open. I mean, I can say in regards to having the scriptures being, you know, uh, available to everyone, but understanding that a lot of people really don't know how to interpret scripture. And so they're subject to all kinds of things happening to them because they start to do things or exercise the scriptures in ways that's unhealthy. And eventually when they come here and most of the time they get a different, they get kind of like a, a, a almost like a culture shock because then they realize that some of the things that they've been learning has not been effective, but has been taught to them wrong. Um, so, but, you know, hopefully when people do come, they come with a clear conscience about who they are and what they need to be trying to do. I think that's more that I think that's one of the things that we like as a people is that when we're looking at these uh, groups that we're going to, we don't really understand the intentions that we have when we're going there. It's just more like, oh, well, I'm going to this group because they have information. Now the question afterwards is, well, what do you expect to contribute with the information that you're given from the organization? Because now you just have a body of information and don't know what to do with it. Well, the purpose of tribes is we educate our brothers and sisters so that we govern ourselves and we build. Resurrect this temple one more good old time. <laughs> and, you know, 
let it flourish, you know, and gather all the different nations again under this, you know, tree so that we can heal this earth, man, because it's, it's a total mess right now. And these people are really waiting for us to wake up as we are now, uh, maybe not in droves like we, you know, hope, but, you know, some people have an inkling of truth. And, um, but more importantly, just understanding what we need to do with that knowledge or that, uh, that information that we're getting. And on that, I'll uh, open up the floor again for any topics that uh, anyone wants to discuss. Um, one on the record, this is Brother Shedrick again. I just wanted to throw something out there. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I remember, or maybe a couple of months ago, when the Syrian crisis was basically uh, going on, uh, America had announced that they would be letting or they would be hosting Syrian refugees. Now they have recanted, and now they're saying they're not going to let these people in our country. Uh, or they're not going to let people in the United States. <laughs> I don't know necessarily why that changed, but it did. And um, they're still working out uh, the whole deep. Uh, as a matter of fact, I take that back. They're saying some of it has to do, some of their uh, decision has to do with the, uh, what happened recently with the Paris um, situation. I'm not really uh, informed, that much informed about what actually happened in Paris, but a lot of people are calling it a, um, another false flag operation. Um, I haven't necessarily checked out that uh, those reports uh, based on that allegation of them being a false flag operation, but that's been the word on the street as of now. So... Um, has anybody heard about that though? That they're not going to be allowing those uh, Syrian uh, refugees in, is like they said that they were going to. Emil Ruth, have you heard anything about that? Yes, they've been uh, taking it before Congress, and um, what's his name? Uh, the governor, I mean, uh, the gentleman down here. Uh, oh, what's his name? McCall. McCall. Oh, shoot, I, I'm sorry, my mind is kind of blank. But anyway, he was on there. Uh, complaining about it on CNN yesterday, I think it was, talking about, you know, we can't let them in this country. We, this is our, he kept saying, this is our country. You can't let them in this country. They can't come to our land, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I don't think they're going to let uh, President, they're going to, you know, vote against it with President Obama because he did specify several months ago that he was uh, intending to let at least, I think it was um, 11,000, 15,000 come into the country the Syrians, and so, you know, they're saying, hey, they, they, they're going to pro cause problems, so I don't know. And, and and I wanted to ask Brother Priest, are those Syri are the Syrians, uh, are, are, are somatic? I mean, somatic? Yes. Okay. So. Hmm. Can I add something um, to that about the Syrians? This is a yes, ma'am. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, I think it was Fox News reported that um, from 2014, they allowed 
like three three to five Syrians in the, like the Tampa, Florida area, and from that, from this year, they've allowed like uh, like forty two. I posted it up on Facebook. I don't know um, if you know, like Sister Crystal saw it or whatever, but I did see that in the news that they have allowed some in the Tampa area. Okay. Well, I guess at some point in time, I guess we'll, I mean, well, look at it like this, because I think at one point in time we did state this, that the idea of even entertaining these Syrian rebels has a lot to do with commerce. They're understanding the situation that the United States has been put in where they need to make up for the population that may be uh, removing themselves from under the jurisdiction because eventually when these Syrians do begin to domicile here, they're going to be incorporated anyway. Right. So, regardless, you know, and, and the thing about it is, a lot of these people are here, well, a lot of these politicians are trying to um, uh, come up with these ideas about these Syrians, um, about what they may do or, uh, you know, basically spreading propaganda because we don't know what these Syrians are going to do. But the politicians are, you know, they're boosting up the scare tactics again. Um, but I, I feel like the overall idea behind, and you know, just that's what I think, you know, any failing government is to allow some flow of, uh, some flow of, uh, uh, or find another source of income. <laughs> they got to right. make up that extra income. So allowing the Syrians in would basically make up that extra source of income because then they can take these people and bond them, and then they can work these people just like they've been working the American people, you know, for years and taxing them. Right. Or maybe not taxing them. But either way, they may end up finding a way to tax them considering that they're refugees or something of that nature. But just keep in mind that they, these folks, they're not just allowing these people in here, oh, because they're just – being a good uh, uh, good <laughs> civil nation, right. trust me, you better believe they got a vested interest in that. You know, right. one thing I know about you, one thing I come to realize about the United States, they don't allow anything <laughs> to happen in this country unless they got anything to do with them making some money behind it. Um, right. <laughs> so... I guess at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. They, they decide to allow... 30,000 Syrians in here, they're going to get a cut from it, you know, because right. these Syrian refugees are going to be utilizing their resources. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't even paying attention to that because it's all about utilization of resources that right. the United States has jurisdiction over. So they're going to figure they're going to, if it's going to be profitable for them, they'll let them in, you right. know. But all of this happening around us, is edification for us in some way because now we actually understand at some point how governments conduct commerce. And that is the overall idea behind having these conversations about 
uh, current events because it's not just current events. These things are interactions between two uh, different uh, bodies of people who are exchanging goods and services in some shape and form. And once we start to pay attention to these things, you can start to see what's actually going on around us. Um, and understanding that what we, the ideas that we had about the society that we lived in has been very uh, closed-minded because we, get, we didn't get to see the big picture. And um, now that we, most of us have come into tribes, we've been able to, you know, in some shape or form, been able to identify, hey, you know, well, they're, they're exchanging persons or they're, uh, they're creating extra revenue uh, by uh, incorporating persons. And this is the type of thinking that is going to help us manage our own affairs, even with the little that we do. And we may not, some of us may not get it right then and there, but eventually once you start to see the information and become one with the information, you'll start to be doing the exact same thing that they do. I think the wise thing to do is just make sure that your intentions are well off when you use when you decide to do commerce. Right. Because that's going to determine how long you last, especially in economics. So um, on that note, I'll yield over uh, to anyone who wants to uh, share anything else. Or if anybody has anything that they want to comment or add in or comment on that, that's fine as well. Okay. Is everybody there? <laughs> he got it. Yes. He just died. <laughs> yeah, brother. I'm sorry. Is somebody gonna say? I'm, this is, uh, excuse me. This is um brother Gavin from the tribe of Benjamin. Um, uh, just wanted to add something to your um discussion on the Syrians coming here. I I just think personally, you know, whether it's false flag or not, you know, these bombings. The recent one in Syria, I mean in France, that took place with this, you know, uh, parallel to the history of false flag operations, or even if it's deliberately done to, you know, isolated incidents. Like the guy that they said who's a mastermind behind it, they, you know, he he's dead now through a police raid in, in Paris. You know, the guy who masterminded the whole thing. They're just going to keep... In my opinion, you know, like they, they're just going to keep commercializing terror, terror, terror in your head every day, every, you know, all day, all night on TV, through the radios, you know, uh, newspapers, any way to keep you in fear, constant fear, in order to con- take control of their political borders within whatever country you're in, whether it's France, and mostly it's the European Union countries, and it's usually the NAFTA, North American countries, you know, and Central American countries that are pushing for this uh, homeland security here or whatever nation they're in, some type of um, creating a new organized group to protect their borderline, you know, because the bottom line is they're trying to keep, like you said, a, a, a perpetuation of, people working off their debt, 
you know, whatever nation you are, you know, if you're going to come into their country, they're all about dollars and cents, period. And they're going to keep this world, because, you know, like I said it before, I was in the military before, so <laughs> when I see things, I see it through the eyes of, uh, you know, a military mindset, the way they think. So, And I see a lot of things that they do before they even do it. When I hear certain news articles or news flashes or or hit on the radio, I'm like, okay, these guys, these devils at it again. You know what I mean? It's just it's common sense when you've gone through a certain organization and you see how they operate. That it's it's you know, especially in the military, it's, it's a lot of it is just to keep you in a put in a spin of terror, this mindset of fear. And, you know, it's. They're just accommodating uh, these characteristics. These these people who are killing themselves, blowing themselves up, or you know, through uh, you know, setting up these these um, these camps in these countries that are already having conflicts, so they could they could come in and solve the issue, and then. Create some type of sort of some sort of so-called democracy, and then we're gonna have a foreign embassy over there, and then we could control the resource more better than, you know, than just coming over there and just blowing the place up and then taking it without without any paperwork or paper trail. You know, so I, there's a lot more I want to say without you and to get everybody else's opinion or how they feel about what I just said. This is Brother Timothy. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think um, when you said about, as far as what pumping in your head, trying to pump fear, you know, showing these uh, depictions, these things are, that are happening on TV, um, I think it's just trying to get get people ready for martial law. You know, so they're not, so you, you've been accustomed to seeing it, seeing it, seeing it, seeing it, and then when it's happening, and then they're, you know, eventually they want to be able to come up in your, your home for no reason at all, and, you know, so, and that's what I see, and that's my opinion. Can I pose a question to that, Brother Gavin, and anyone else? Uh, could it not be, by learning here in the nation, you know, I mean, because once being in the nation and learning what I'm learning, my whole outlook on those type of things is changing, but could it be that they're trying to see just how much the people are going to accept <laughs> Or reject this stuff. Yes, Stand ma'am. up. Oh, you know. Yes. True. I think both of what you said, sister, and the brother just a while ago said is very on point, and it's a part of what I was saying earlier about tightening up the borderlines. You know, they want to know everybody specifically who's coming in their country, who's coming, who's going to leave. You know, it's a, it's a mathematical, uh, calculate, calculated way of causing. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, control out of chaos. I don't know if you guys ever remember that show, Get Smart. The original one. Yeah, Asia '99 and all those people. They they perpetuated. They they show you these TV shows before they do what they're gonna do. And uh, they, you know they put it in these movies and TV shows. And you know, I, that's what I think they're doing. They're trying to, just like the brother said, you know, like. Whether it's through a martial law, they they 
spoon feed it to you or they, they don't want to shove it down your throat. They don't want to, they don't want to make everybody get frightened and say, oh, we ain't taking that. We're, we're opposed of that, that type of uh, restrictions and laws. They're going to do exactly what you said, sister, you know, uh, perpetuating these terror uh, or fright uh, fear tactics, you know, these random shootings and these uh, bombers and, and then take back, you know, they want to fight terror with, with uh, taking it back through administering certain laws by creating certain, a new department like Homeland Security, you know, came out of nowhere, but actually it was in a, it was actually through Congress pushing these bills years prior and, you know, um, growing up these, con- these, uh, these bills uh, years ago. And it was said, I forgot who said it in Congress or who said it in the Senate. Uh, some person said uh, there's no way, because they, they were having discussions in the, in the early 90s, I, I believe in government, and, and somehow came out say, saying that they said, um, we're going to need a new body of government, body of government, or a new body of uh, uh, department in government to take control of our homeland, you know, in that sort of sense. And the administrator, I don't know if it was the, the what do you call it, the, the general, the something general, not surgeon general, but the, the one. Somebody the attorney started. general? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, right, right. The attorney general, I think, said back at the time, I think it was, I think it was Bush, the father Bush that presented it. And she, and I believe it was, um, I forgot her name, uh, the one that was the attorney general at the time, but I think her response was, in order for that to happen, you're going to need some type of, um, you're going to, there, there needs to be a, uh, some sort of conflict or some, some sort of national um, terrorist attack or something. <laughs> and lo and behold, 93 came with the false flag explosion in the World Trade Center. You know, and then, and then, then you get 2001, that whole mastermind claims being, a, you know, being being hijacked and so-called attacking the building, and it took place also in order to spawn a new department, which is now Homeland Security. So, yeah, they're going to keep doing these things and creating these, uh, you know, fear tactics onto the people, you know, and some people are going to die, you know, unfortunately. A lot of us are going to get maimed, hurt, or even our lives taken in order for you know, those who are running the planet to push their agenda. And, and in the mean, and, and, you know, and the end result is to take control of the body of people that they so-called govern. And, you know, with that, I yield. Shalom, brother. This is something I thought was really, really interesting. You said uh, you, have these, you have this government that is pushing their agenda to control the body of people that they're governing. Now, I'm bringing this, I'm going to, I'm focusing on that statement because today I saw something on Facebook. Facebook is a very interesting place. I mean, it's one of those places where you can literally, you can literally see where they are experimenting 
with these people's minds, and they do not really, they don't pay attention to it. They post, uh, now I don't know how true this is, but they're supposed to be coming out with this new movie about Horus, which is an Egyptian idol god, and it's played by uh, some cockazoid. I don't even know the guy's name. And I'm looking through the I'm looking through the the thread, and I'm looking at the uh, the comments, and majority of the the so-called black folks on there were furious. You're stealing our God. Oh, he's supposed to be black. Oh, they're whitewashing Horace. Oh, they're so evil. And I'm sitting there like, look at this mess here. You guys don't even see your arguing over your own demise. Like, this is all a part of their plan to accuse you to the world that you are an idolater. They created the dang on God. And now you're mad because they're portraying the God that they created. That's a, that's a black person God. First of all, you shouldn't be worshiping no idol gods anyway. And I think that's what even made it, that's what made it even, yeah. And that's what makes it even more interesting is that we have, have our brothers and sisters who don't necessarily, who don't see that what they're usually arguing over and these people are putting these stumbling blocks. This government is putting these stumbling blocks in their face, and they don't even see it because they come into these ideologies and having people miseducate them about what these things are. They tell them, "Oh, our people used to call uh, uh, we we no Saturn was a good thing, Satan was a good thing, uh, Horus was a good thing. Oh, our ancestors used to worship these things because they practice African spirituality and all of these other things." And then I'm thinking to myself, well, with all the gods that you worshipped in Africa, all of these gods that these different religions tried to sell you, why is it that none of these same gods are coming to save you? And it's 2015. And you have all the knowledge of these idol gods that these cockroaches are pushing to you because it's just like, like, it's like mental crack. They're like they can dish out these idol gods because they know you're gonna keep. They're gonna. They know you're gonna keep coming back and worshiping them. My people are shot out to hell, man, and they're gonna find themselves in a, a, a even bigger ditch if they don't stop. If they don't uh, stop allowing this government to throw idol gods at them. Oh, you paint. If you paint Jesus black, then all of a sudden that makes him worthy of worshiping. If you paint Horus black, then that makes him even more worthy of you worshiping him. And I'm sitting here like, well, dang, with all the with all the worshiping that you're doing with these idol gods, how come these same idol gods ain't come to to to, to quote unquote save you? It's just because a lot of our people have a misunderstanding about what it means to be saved. Yes, sir. Forgive me, I gotta ask you, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, snap! I forgot about the time. Yes, sir. I'll be joining you as well. Um, Shalom, phone on the record. This is Shadrach Ben Israel. The time now is 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I myself have to journey over to a meeting. Um, Brother Bernard, are you available, brother? Uh, Bernard? Oh, boy. Um, 
Hmm. Oh, I think Manuel is going to the meeting as well. Oh boy. Um, brother, brother Eric. Yes, sir. I know this is going to be a first for for um, for you. Uh, I'm going to pass the post to you, brother, if you do not mind. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise the Most High. Thank you so so much. Um, everybody, uh, uh, Eric will be managing the post. Um, and uh, for uh, brother, uh, Ark Bradley and Ark Charlotte. Welcome home, and I am glad to have you, brothers and sisters, join us this evening. Um, I um, want you to understand that a part of us being at Tribes is that we are designated a certain post. We have to make sure that our post is covered, and I wanted this to be an example to you, brothers and sisters, of how we conduct our affairs because this is also going to be something that you will eventually have to do when you have taken your office, uh, which you are preparing for at this particular moment, or which you will be preparing for in the future. So with that being stated, I will see you guys next week here Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Central, I mean, Eastern Standard Time, or Central Time, 6 o'clock. Um, shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. 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 On the record, this is up, Eric. Uh, Shalom Nation. Uh, Shalom. The floor is open for any comments or any topic. With that, I yield. Is uh, Sister Anisha on there? Anisha? I'll get with her. Brother Gavin, are you on there? Mm. Okay. Um, Emo. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, when we go in the nation, uh-huh. uh, when, do you have time after we get off the call? Because uh, me and my concert want to talk to you for a second. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, and the death toll has rise in the Pandela Bell Pass. <laughs> what what what's wrong with the pie? Uh, they they are uh, they were let me pull back up this article. They were side by side on a um poison. They was in the same factory with a poisonous blowfish and oh. an octopus and wow. something contaminated. Oh my goodness! So they were doing an investigation oh. on how it got. Contaminated. Wow. So how many how many has died? Uh, two hundred and something. I'm trying to put it up. Two hundred and something. Yes, ma'am. Wow. That is just wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, do you know if they predominantly are people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always like to endorse because of color of skin. No, ma'am. I don't know how much. 
That is just scary. So who who would be the one who would be uh, uh, held liable? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the future. Well, I mean, I, me personally, if you if you if you got got a factory next to a, a poison, uh, where, where they uh, abstract poison out of these toxic blowfish and these octopus, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was Patty. Is Patty Labelle linked to it? I don't. They didn't say it. They didn't say it. They didn't say it. None of the articles are saying anything about us. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, wow. I was inquisitive. I was wondering, uh, Brother Eric, there's a Bahama on here. Bahamas. Uh, I was just wondering who that was from Bahama, the Bahamas. Uh, Ema, I don't. Um, Shalom Nation. This is Ark Xavier. Try oh. Benjamin. Put on the record. Uh, Hi, I. Hi. Uh, brother, you was talking about that puffer fish, right? That puffer fish, uh, the poison that it, it, it have have the, the ability to mimic death. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the 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 case, the case, the, these people actually died, or it put them in a state of suspended animation. Oh, they they said he died. He died. He died. Yeah, I don't know if it was it was the puffer fish and the the uh, it's a certain octopus. Uh, but might have had puff, both. That puffer fish in particular that have a poison, they say ten times more superior to cyanide. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, how did the fish get into the, the factory with the pie? Because they are they are side by side. They are in the same factory. In the same entire building or next door to each other with, you know, separation of, you know, petitions, walls. Same entire building with the uh with the separation of I think one wall. Wow. <laughs> you know you know after you get the the, the meat and potatoes out one store, they move it. <laughs> Wow. And I bet you would have been, uh, uh, the name of it was uh, Dylan, something with Patty LaBelle. What's her name on it, actually? Yeah, they are the Patty LaBelle sweet potato pies. Okay, so, <laughs> man, you know, I mean, who is to say that it wasn't an intentional thing? I mean, you know, and I bet you the vast majority of the people that have suffered behind this is our people. Because we do have a tendency to endorse our people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ima, you, you calling that sabotage? <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, because, come on now, what? how can the FDA or any other governing uh, government allow something like that to be? You know? Well, they they don't really care because you you they, now they doing the uh m what it is uh m o g m o g m o uh salmon, salmon. yeah they got they uh you know they call it aqua something mm-hmm. I did it right then and, and, and yes brother 
uh, uh, speaking of the brother, uh, yes, I it could be, you know, because, you know, our people are running around as savages, some of them, and, you know, there's, you know, we're not, you know, we're just, I mean, you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. And, it, and and I want to go back to respond to the people coming over here from Syria. You know, I agree with Brother Cedric that it's about commercial aspect, commerce. And just think about it. You know, a lot of our people, we're just not working now. We don't have the, the energy or the time or the gumption or whatever the case may be. A lot of uh, people are claiming disability and this and that and other. So they've got to bring those people in here to, you know. Uh, you know, I think that the Homeland Security is funded by immigration, and the borders are not to keep people out. They are to keep people in. Exactly, exactly. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's prison without walls. <laughs> right, so that's what it's there for. It actually is commerce because if we have a lot of people leaving the system, we need to keep the system running. So exactly. we got to bring in some new slaves exactly. on the foundations. Exactly. That's that's the way I see it. And and and, and Minister Sector and I and others have talked about that in the past. It's exactly what it is. They got to keep their you know pay keep pay because if they don't have no one to do, then it'll fall on them, right? Yeah, they don't. They they need them slaves, boy. <laughs> they need mm-hmm. someone to pay them to pay their bills. Right, and you know, Brother Priest always speaks and says that the international bankers, they, they, it's nothing personal. They don't care who it is as long as the bills get paid. You know, that debt get paid. You know. Yeah, you Shalom, Ema, you got uh millions of Mexicans going back to Mexico too. Yeah. Oh, really? They leaving out of out of the United States. They see them okay. going. And, and you got uh, one million left as to, as uh, total to eight hundred and eighty eight thousand that 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 was into the United States last year. Mm-hmm. You got a you got a million just left. Wait, so, what is it? Volunteer? Volunteer? Yes, ma'am. They they moving back because they saying they got to go back to their family. But you know. Okay. They, so what did they do from the time, let's say, oh, thirty years ago, maybe? What did they do? They came over here and worked and made that money, saved that money. They didn't really invest in it too much. They lived together, sent that money back home. They <laughs> enjoy So now it's time to go back and build what they got going on. And that, you, you, you can see this just trend happening all over the world. Even here in the Bahamas, we got like Haitian nationals who will come, a.k.a. Asian nationals. You know, we know who they are, but they don't know. They'll come and they'll work for years and years and years, and when they set up themselves, they go back home. I think that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the plan. Mhm, 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 yeah. And we we're still running around with our heads cut off like chickens and eating uh, idle pies and you know doing things that we you know I mean surely we would have you know checked out other groups of people and kind of learned from it you know but. I don't know. Even they even has they even have they even have the Indians like some of them when they came to the Caribbean they came as indentured laborers, mm-hmm. and they have this word they use they call it ban your belly that means they tighten up their whatever to save this money for the uh-huh. next generation. Mhm, mhm. That's something that we don't do. We do, us our people that mm-hmm. we call Negro back and colored we do not. Ban our better to look out for the second generation. That's what got our, our people in the condition that we are now. 
Exactly. And then the second, that next generation coming up, you know, they're already kind of messed up from the environment and the other things and the conditioning of the schools. And now they, you know, they're they're not getting the proper education from us, nor the, the uh, money or the, you know, something to fall back on. So, you know, I mean, I, I see it, it's going to take a long time, you know. It's going to take a while to really. Like, 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 for instance, we was talking about the crime situation that just, Spin out of control the other day, right? I was saying that you got these young men, they, they mother poor, their father poor, they don't have anything to look forward to, no inheritance. What you think they could do? They could try to get something. And they could do it in the worst possible way because this is what the system teach them. They've been bombarded everywhere they turn with just negativity. Right, 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 right. Oh, it's just. Yeah, that's why it's even more important for us to move ahead and struggle much more, you know? I mean, it's it's just it's terrible out here, and and that GMO and all that modified modified food and stuff is just they're just gonna do more and more and more of that, and and it's gonna affect us even more because I noticed our genetic makeup. It it really over the years, you know, you look at our women and our men over the years, we've been pretty well, you know, strong in nature, and they really trying to break us down physically, you know. Yes, ma'am. Kind of bad. Kind of I, could, I could even talk, even though even though organic food, right? When they uh -huh. put those chemicals on the ground, the ground have something naturally. It has a, yeah. what you call an organic sulfur, and when they uh -huh. put those those pesticides on the ground, it kills the sulfur in the earth. So even when we eat the food that mm -hmm. we plant ourselves, is like eating cardboard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because your endocrine system needs certain salts to be able to to function properly. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. There's an article I was gonna um I wanted to share with you guys. This is our brother Gavin, Tribe of Benjamin. Um when it comes to the ISIS I mean not ISIS, uh the Syrians. It says the U.S. House of uh, Representatives approved a measure to effectively pause the processing of Syrian refugees by insisting no refugee be admitted without certification by the Secretary of Homeland Security. Many House Democrats, uh, Democrats ignore White House pleas to oppose the bill, uh, giving Republicans enough support to conceivably secure a veto-proof majority. It's unclear when the Senate would take up the bill, but Senate Democratic leader Harry Reid has said his caucus will block the bill from passing in the Senate. So yeah. what yeah. was said earlier, it's not totally that they, they're not banning them from coming here. They're just putting a pause. They they want to effectively put a pause on the process um, by creating, you know, the only way they want them to come in is if they admit it through the certification by the security of Homeland Security. So like the brother was saying from, you know, the Bahamas and you, and you were saying, sister, you know, um, about, um, you know, tightening more up on security by not allowing anyone to leave, but 
you know, trying to restrain people from leaving more, gaining more, and then having less people wanting to leave that country mm-hmm. is, to me, the ultimate goal, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they want to be people certified and, you know, tagged and numbered mm-hmm. and registered, <laughs> you know, so... Brother Gavin, uh, yeah. would you be available Sunday? Um, I wanted to meet with you and Sister Anisha, and uh, I think the oh. other one was Javon. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, sometime, if you can, uh, I don't know how, I don't have your, I just got your email, but I need a contact number okay. for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You want it right now? I can give it to you. Uh, yes, and in that way, uh, I'll let you know. You know, I would like to meet with you guys after news meeting on Sunday, if you could. And, you okay. Know, okay. What's your number? It's um, three four seven area code. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Four nine eight. Mhm. Okay. And it's dealing with you know I know you and Sister Nisha and what's the uh, other brother's um, name? Tra- Travon. Uh, if you can get in touch, if you can get in touch, you know I would like to talk to uh, him too. I would like to meet right. with you guys guys after news meeting Sunday. Okay, right. Oh, okay, what time would that be? Um, I I guess uh, I guess we get we get on about three. We should, we try to okay. get off about an hour or two. So in, at okay. Eastern time, say four o'clock or five. All right, I have no problem uh, it, with that. It, it, yeah, and I'll talk to Sister Nisha. She's on there with us at the meeting, so I'll just get her. And if you could talk right. to the other brother, I, okay. I will uh, call you and give you the number to, you know, get in, where you can come on. And I appreciate okay. that. Oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah. I, Thank I, you. I apologize. I apologize, everybody. I just have no other way to get in touch with them. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, I can yeah. use I, I know I could give you his number, but I, I'll talk to him. No, I, I'd rather for you just get to let him know. From him, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll give you the number, and then he can just be, meet with us. No problem. I'll oh, call okay. you with the number. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No okay. Appreciate sure. that, brother. Thank you. Yes, I, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Eric. I, I just had to get that out. <laughs> You're all right, Ema. I got the report on the Pat LaBelle incident on the podcast. Okay, what does it say? It's uh, 234 people have been reported dead after. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. What, what area? Uh, they didn't really say the area, but according to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, approximately 100,000 pies produced oh. in October and November were tainted with the uh, tetradoxin venom substance found in the Blue Ridge octopus and pufffish. Yeah, but how to get in the pies? Yeah, because they are, they are, like I said, they are in the same factory. The factory, they say the factory to find out how the pies were tainted. They are in the same factory, though. Mm. According to the uh, CDC, the pies were produced in the same factory where thousands of puffer fish are de-venomized <laughs> and prepared. Yeah, I'm going to say to the brother, yeah, I think that, I think that was a setup there. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah, and like I said, who's going to endorse Patty LaBelle more than anybody? Yeah. Close, close the gate, close the gate, boys. Sprinkle, okay. sprinkle, sprinkle. Uh, okay, 
they turned their head like they like when it happened with the poison peanuts. The oh, man yeah. said, he said, send them out anyway. That's wow. Crazy. And see that that's, that that stems into you know how you can idolize someone to the point where you're willing to endorse them and die for them. Wow. You know? <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, man, that's scary. That's now that's scary, brother. Yeah. Oh man, and just think, children and stuff—they like them pies. Get a hold of them. Oh my goodness. Wow. Shalom, this is Sister Crystal with a C. Um, did you all hear about the the story about the um the vaccinees? Vac uh this young girl about nine years old, I think it was in Kansas, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh mm-hmm. the parents took her in for a vaccine right. vaccine for a flu shot. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days prior to that, she was fine running around and everything. And then after she had taken the shot, within 24 hours, she was paralyzed and blind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was just recently, sister? It was just recently. It was uh, this this month or the last of October. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, they, you know a lot of elders take that shot. You know, they're always trying to get me to take it. They be sending me stuff talking about, you know, you need to take your flu shot. I've never taken it. I will not take it. And uh, I see people fighting to get in line sometimes to get that flu shot. So they kind of like, it's been doing for, what, some years now? So they pretty well got everybody conditioned to run to go get that shot every year? They do. And, and the, those are the side effects of the shot. It says in yeah. the, under the, the different drugs, what it will right. do, and that, those are the side effects. Right, right. Wow. And and then also the uh, CDC, well, not the CDC, but a senator down in Florida um, was reading a report where this drug manufacturer uh, with the vaccines as as well, um, this is the MMR and something else, but they hid information, this was back in 2002, that causes birth defects as far as like... um, the the different syndromes with the kids, autism and learning oh, yeah. disorders and things like that. And oh, they yeah. hid all the information, shredded the information and all of this, and the reports are just coming out now, what, yep. 13 yeah. years later? Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you can everywhere, every corner we go, from the food, from the shots, from, I mean, everywhere. You guys, I don't mean to uh, interrupt, um, Brother Gavin, Robert Benjamin, um, did you guys remember, I, I forgot if it was like 2009, 10, somewhere around, I forgot. Either, I think it was probably before that, like eight or nine. But there was a woman, it was on, um, I forgot if it was CNN or, no, not CNN, it was um, Dateline or, you know, one of those uh, 2020 or one of those type of shows mm-hmm. or, or Barbara Walters, I don't remember. But the mm-hmm. the woman was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one of the football teams, I think it was 49 in San Francisco in Cali, mm-hmm. and a woman took a shot. She had an immunization shot. Uh, Caucasian lady, and they showed her condition after she had gotten the shot, and mm-hmm. she was walking like she had um several palsy, like she was really she was crippled. Mm-hmm. Her hands leaned over and you know like twisted foot. And her slurred, she had a slurred speech. 
Wow. You know, and she was trying to explain to her what happened. But the weirdest thing about the another side effect of the shot is, guess what? When she walks backward, it's like nothing. Like nothing happened to her. She's normal. Reversal, huh? <laughs> yeah. She could walk backwards down the street. They were showing her, like, walking backwards down the street and walking up the staircase backwards <laughs> as wow. if nothing was wrong. When she walks forward, she starts walking like she's crippled again. Wow. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember that. It was on the news for a minute. I don't remember that. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> and, and I'm like, how can anyone want to give it? Not not just an adult, but much less an adult, a kid. You know, because the level of the viral loads is like, you know, tranquilizing a horse, you know. Mm-hmm. To a baby, imagine what you're doing to the not just the immune system, but the endocrine system, like the the brother said earlier. When you shut your endocrine system down and your pineal wow. gland, you're cut off from the most high, everything else. Mm-hmm. 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 I work with them. I work with these kids. I can't say, what am I saying, kids? They were adults. I mean, but their, their mind was like babies, mm. you know, in the direct care industry. You know, here in New York, I worked at a, um, a local residential home. Mm-hmm. You know, we had like two floors in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And we had, no, actually we had three floors. And we had three different apartments um, that was like right under each other on each floor, on the first, second, and third floor. And, um, you know, the first floor was um, nonverbal and some were non mobile like you have to wheel them around and the second floor was they were verbal and and mobile but they were um intermediate pattern of behaviors Mm -hmm. and the top the 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 third floor was like people with all types of suicide problems and you know they had it all like you know they were very um high risk basically um we call they call them consumers I don't know if you guys heard that phrase before, but, you know, nevertheless, the ones that were, like, nonverbal, um, there was one guy, he was more of the newer, newer guy right before I left. Back in 2012, he came in, in the beginning of the year, because somebody, another resident had died in that same apartment, um, I want to say a couple of months before. So they rotate people in, you know, other people have to leave because of whatever conditions, if they're getting worse or they, they still happen to pass away, you know, it's dollars and cents because it's not for profit. So every consumer that comes in is like, you want to say it's a hundred thousand dollars a year. You're going to get, because it's like $10,000 to $11,000 a month just to take care of each consumer. And that they get from state, you know, from upstate and you know, Albany is our capital. But, you know, they fund it through these uh, programs, not for profit. So that's how some people make money off of, you know, the disabled. Mm-hmm. And, but my whole point is these, um, this young man came in, uh, he was 21 at the time, and he had autism and he has a slight um uh retardation almost 
But I'm starting, you know, if you really study the pattern of how artistic um, teenagers or even, you know, preteens or coming into adulthood, if you don't, if you don't catch it on time before they hit uh, 13 years old to 21 years old, and that if you don't really concentrate reversing that cycle, it'll ingrain in their brain wow. to the point where uh, it, it becomes habitual, their, their behaviors. Mm-hmm. And if you house them with just drugs, you know, prescription drugs to calm their behavior down or try to reverse their behavior patterns if they get into rage or they get too excited. Because I've seen them, that's what they, they give these guys lithium when they get to a certain point that you can't handle them anymore physically. Yeah. And they become comatose, sitting on the couch like zombies. Wow. So my point is when you keep, if it, there's, um, I know I've seen the show one time about, you know, the pattern of the brain. And if you, ingre- if, you know, the cycle of the brain where it's, they can actually see it under uh, x-ray, like a certain way of pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. You, you can see it in the, in the brain, like mm. under x-ray. Right. And... Wow. You know, like when people have, um, uh, what's the, what's that uh, word again? When people are uh, Alzheimer's, when you get Alzheimer's, that's enough that you could actually see it. It becomes like a gray mass in the brain mm. under the microscope. You could actually see the mass growing and growing. And that's the same thing with autism. Wow. Because autism is the slowing down of, it's, it's the uh, lack of oxygen in the brain and it's and it causes um there's certain chemicals that are in these in these uh shots when you get them these immune shots mm-hmm. that becomes almost like goes into the streamline of the bloodstream into the neurons inside the the dendrites of the brain mm. so it it's almost like it shuts down your pineal gland, in a sense, and other glands like endocrine glands, endocrine glands. So it attacks the glands first, and then it has you repeating certain things over and over again. That's why autistic, autistic kids, they like to look at certain objects for, like, hours, like a, like a Rubik's Cube, just looking at it or playing with it for hours, wow. you know, or... You know, somehow they, you know, they say autistic kids like to, like, they they love music, mm-hmm. which is true, or they love a certain pattern, of a repetitive pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as a drummer, I drum, so I can understand, like, a percussionary drum, like, if you repeat the same thing over and over, a certain rudiment over and over again. They become, uh, they, they become, they, they become that, like, Habitual, and that's if you don't catch it, like I said, and try to reverse it by detoxing the brain, then you're creating almost like a uh, a new way to take care of adults. 
a zombie. Before they become an adult. Mm-hmm. And they get stuck into these patterns. And then how you resolve that, you put them into these special special schools and special programs throughout their whole life. And you become an enabler for them. You don't, you don't, it's like they never become, they be just, all they be, all they get is treatment. Never prevention or cure. You know what I mean? So that's why it's been, like the sister was reading off, why they, it takes so long for people to realize that, oh, this was a secret or, you know, they knew that these drugs would destroy the brain or the endocrine gland. But you'll never see that in the Islamic community or you'll, you know, or you'll never see a big uh, thing of autism going on in the, um, the Orthodox uh, Jews, so-called Jewish, Jewish community. Mm-hmm. You'll never see that because... One, they don't really allow these immunization shots in their communities, like certain, and especially certain strands of shots, I should say, as well as they would do at a public high school or public hospital or pharmacy, giving out these few, you know, free immunization shots. Mm-hmm. You know, so you always got to check the strand of what you're getting. Because when I was in the military, too, they were giving us a certain strand of anthrax. Mm. <laughs> and this was in 98. I was getting out. We was getting out a series of shots from 98 to 99. And uh, people were, I was react. I reacted to it. A lot of other people reacted to it. You know, and um, it's very poisonous to your body. One of the information. I'm sorry, go ahead. This, this is Dr. Xavier Trevor Benjamin. Um, I gotta leave now. So I mean, um, Ima. Yes. So I mean, it's my first time calling into fellowship. So I, I gotta make a go somewhere for, for a certain good, time. Good to hear uh, from you. Good to hear from everybody. I love the nation. <laughs> I say. Um, yeah, but um, but Garvin, a lot um, of those things that cause the mind to malfunction is because of heavy metals. And they got that almost all the processed foods and things that we, eat. you know. That's yeah. true. That's true. The mercury and all of that, and 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 then they they they're they're now disguising it with these other different names. And and um, another thing that they do, the well, child, when an infant born, they give the child a shot, right? An undeveloped immune system, twenty-five different viruses. Right. You know that. Bound to cause some kind of trouble later down the road. But you see, the funny thing is, a lot of them are not live viruses. They're, they're full of these, like you said, heavy metals, or they're they're strands of the dead cells of the the so-called the dead virus cells, mm-hmm. or did I should say the dead virus, and then they mimic. They try to mimic it with a laboratorial compound that has, um, I forgot, there's this, uh, some chemical that they're putting in there to preserve it so they could preserve the metal and preserve these other, um, you know, uh, chemicals that they're putting in there so it won't harm you. But what harm you is that the human body has the unique ability to heal itself. Everything that is man do is a transgression against God and nature. Of course. Yeah. 
when you do things like that, you 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 destroy human beings. Right now, a lot of us walking around with uh, predestined diseases in our body. <laughs> Let me put it like that. Exactly. Take the pharma, the pharmaceutical uh, compounds, it inflame it. Right. You know, but, the, but the whole key is ourselves. Right. <laughs> Your cells got to be healthy to, you know, ward off all diseases and different things. It's the whole key is your cells. You got to take care I, of themselves. I, I, But uh, all right, Nation, I gotta, I gotta go now. So I, I, oh, I hope well, when the next fellowship Thursday come in. Yes. yes. Uh, Are you I'm, on the university? Um, I, I still in, in nucleus. Okay. Uh, if you get a chance, email me your information that Brother Priest is requesting of everybody. Uh, they need to get it. Everybody needs to get their information in. When you say my information, you mean my uh, uh, height, height, weight. Eye color, birth date, address, you know, and your name. You know, uh, we need yeah, that for processing. Okay. Appreciate that. And good hearing from you, brother. I see my good hearing from you, too. You know, I always like to hear from you. <laughs> All <laughs> nations, good night, nation. Good night. Okay, brother. Good night. Good night. Brother Eric, I would like to ask a question to Brother Gavin. Um, what about the savant children and people? You know, the, the, say that again. The the what people? Savant. Savant. What is? I don't know what that S-A-V-A-N-T. is. S a v a n t. You never heard of those people? Savant. Oh. Savant. Savant. No. Oh. Okay. These are people that are blessed with a a a, a, a range of talents in, within the midst of disabilities. In other words, oh, there's one okay. little. There's one little black, uh, a, a Caucasian brother, I mean black brother, a Negro brother. Um, I'm pretty sure he's older now, but back then when I checked him out about five, six, seven years ago, he was, you could take him and you could fly him over this city or your city. Just uh-huh. fly him one time over your city. And he uh-huh. would go in this room and he would be able to draw that whole city. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Savat people, there's one a, a, a Negro brother, his name's or, or, or Orlando, or uh, uh, his name's Orlando Sorrell, and okay. he got hit over the head when he was 10, and he mm. could remember all of the, uh, 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 every day from that time he got hit to his 10, when he was 10, he's uh, older now, he's probably 20-something or in his 30s, but he uh, can remember, from that day that he got hit, he can remember each day what the weather was like. Mm. And he, you know, he could perform very complicated calendar calculations, and he remembered wow. weather every single day since the accident. You wow. know, uh, the Savant wow. people have that special ability. There's one uh, guy; uh, he was an older gentleman, and he was really handicapped and disabled. But he went into the library. He could go into a library, even like the Congress, uh, a Library of Congress. He right. knew every book. He knew what wow. was in every book, and you you just pick out any random book, and he could tell you what was in that book, and word for word, page for page. It sounds like the the Rain Man. Remember the movie The Rain Man? Uh huh. So these people are called savants. Okay, 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 okay. I didn't know that that was the name for it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I was gonna, you know, I was, I was thinking of that, like the like I said with with autism, you know, adults and kids who can, like they just they focus on one little thing, mm-hmm. you know, and they can memorize it. Like the back of the hand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you were saying, you know, it's, I guess, it's, yeah, okay. 
Mm-hmm. They, they, they're kind of on the borderline of a prodigy, you know, prodigy, but the prodigy right. children are not supposed to have what you would call a handicap. But I would right. say that anything extra nor, extra nor that uses a, a certain more percentage of the brain is, a, a, you know, entirely different at normal, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but they are S-A-V-A-N-T, savants. Okay. Shalom, Eva. Yes. Uh, I was just going to read this uh, article right here. It says, uh, uh, ex-drone operators speak out. Mm. Uh, you got uh, in an open letter to Obama, President Obama, Defense Secretary Ashton Carter and CIA Director John Bremen, the fourth, mm-hmm. The former drone operator said that they were involved in killing innocent civilians mm. and had to suffer post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. That we came to realization that the innocent civilians we were killing only fueled the feelings of hatred and ignited terrorism groups like the Islamic State group, mm-hmm. while also serving as fundamental recruitment tools the man wrote. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, they go on to say that they are flying drones, killing innocent people, and uh, they had to keep it hush. And it, they kind okay, of here or overseas somewhere? That was uh, here in America. Okay. And overseas. The, 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 the uh, missions were here in America and overseas. Wow. Okay. This was in Afghanistan, Pakistan, and it's Middle East, Asia, we're all across these. And it started with George W. Bush mm. in 2009. Mm-hmm. And they also, they said, uh, in one five-month period, nearly 90% of those killed in airstrike were not intended targets. Right. Okay. Yep. Oh, and they said, we cannot sit silently by and witness tragedies like the Paris attack, knowing the devastation effect of the drone program had overseas at the, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Well, okay, but I want to ask you something. Uh, maybe, uh, okay, uh, my grandson and granddaughter, Oh, uh, it was not too long ago. I guess a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, they saw um, this this thing flying across the sky, and come to find out, it was um, Navy launches. They the Navy re- uh, launched uh, some kind of, what I guess you could say, rocket. Mm. Uh, just recently, and they, they was they said it was a test missile off of Southern California coast. Mm. And my my grandchildren saw it. It went straight across the sky. Wow. Mhm. And that was uh, around November the ninth or something like that. And they said they had planned to do another one from mm. a sub submarine off the Southern California coast. Mm. It's called Launch of the Trident Number Two D Five S missile. Wow. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that was just happening, and, and and this was launched from California. But my grandson and my granddaughter that are here in Kentucky saw it. Among other people, saw it. It was, it was on Facebook and everything. But they saw they actually saw it with their eyes. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! 
So they start they go, going across the sky? Yeah, I mean, from California, you seen it. That's 3,000 miles away for them to yeah. see it. Instead, it went across the sky. Oh, wow. Now, I was thinking to myself, what if that thing had a, you know, I mean. Impact. Yeah. It hit, hit the city or something. Wow. It says the blast blast off took place to 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 far less fanfare than Saturday night's launch, which provoked residents from San Francisco to Mexico to take to take to social media posting photos of this eerie looking bluish green plum smear above the Pacific. Wow. Okay. <sighs> I mean they're getting desperate because, you know, they know y'all's children are waking up. It also says here the Kentucky, the Kentucky, the ballistic submarine, conduct, conducted the two launches as part of a demonstration and shakedown operation or DASO process that certifies the readiness of a submarine crew and strategic weapons before returning to operational ability. And these are nuclear heads, you guys. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and it's got pictures on here where it showed it flying across the sky. Wow. That's scary now. Now, you know, we talk about things that are not scary and scary, brother, all the time. Now, that one right there is a, a, a eye-opener. Mm, I've been on, I mean, I've been on the base where they're shooting it right, you know, right behind my head. They're ripping up the whole tree line. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm, like, literally, like, what? Man, I need to get out of this place. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, but now in the civilian world, it's the same thing. It's like, mm. you can't run from it. Wow. Crazy. Mm-mm. I mean, I was, wow. we well, had, just, you know, mm. I was in a, I mean, my job was, I mean, I, you know, my, my primary job was an office job. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was a fiscal clerk. But even as an uh, office clerk, you still got to train every year, like throwing grenades and shooting the different weapons. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, man, they got there's weapons I've shot off, like, you know, getting back into the civilian world. I'm like, I don't see the big deal of why people want to carry these guns and shoot them. And be, mm-hmm. feel like they want to be big, some big, uh, you know, criminal or feel like they're a cowgirl, cowboy or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been living in the wild, wild west, and I'm like, after the shooting, all that, I don't even want to touch weapons anymore. Say the truth, because mm-hmm. what I shot off, man, will tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and blow a whole set of people up. You know, sitting in a Humvee or any tank or a truck convoy. So I mean. Just just doing it alone, you know, practicing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it wants me not to even want to deal with any weapons like that. <laughs> they they got some stuff out here now. Uh, they got this, it's kind of like a uh, tank, and I'm pretty sure they upgraded it now. Uh, it's a tank, and it can deal with crowds, and it, it's a frequency that's used that's kind of like a microwave frequency. And say... Yeah. All of us decide, you know, say 100,000 of us decide we want to protest and get in front of them and talk about this, that, and all. They could get that tank, they cut it on, and they could put it at whatever frequency. And the frequency is from just tingling your skin all the way up to just crisping you right there, burning you right there. Oh, oh man. And, and the secretary, I mean, I mean, the, uh, it was um, 
she was over defense back then when she spoke of the tanks. So I'm pretty sure the modernization of the technology is greater now. They do have weapons that uh, they, they actually curve around corners and they can look through the weapons and they don't have to even go around the corner now. It's just it automatically just curve contours to the curve and All right. Uh, a lot of stuff. I know that they had a weapon when they were using it against the uh, uh, Gulf. It was the first Gulf War mm-hmm. and Saudi Arabia. And you know, the reason behind why um, most of them gave up and were waving the flags, I don't know if you remember that, when they said a lot of them just started giving up. The whole uh, uh, the, the Iraqi army, what, what do they call it again? Um, the Republican mm-hmm. army, I guess. Yeah. And, and Saudi Saddam, Arabia. Yeah, his Republican mm-hmm. army, they call? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You remember when they all gave up? They said they put their hands up and they surrendered? Yes, sir, because they said they was hungry and tired of fighting? Nah, from what I heard, that they they put out a sonic wave that made, made these guys basically uh, not just vomit and throw up, but they, was, they had thesis in their pants, basically. Put it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's something like what you're saying, uh, Ema. Yeah. You know, yeah. They put out like a shock wave uh-huh. to the point uh-huh. where they were like they couldn't take it anymore. And they just fell out. Yeah. A lot of them fell out. Yeah. And this, yeah, well, these and weapons. They were testing it back then. So. Right. And these weapons, they can literally just burn you inside out right there. Oh, right, 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 right. It's, it's the frequency. But you know, they got all that from Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they, they took that knowledge from that man, probably killed him. I don't know, you know. That's what, that's what I heard. I heard he was dead. They said he committed suicide in a, in a, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. in a what do you call it, um, a hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, who's, who's to say that they didn't kill him, like you said? It made yeah, it like a suicide. Yeah, because <laughs> he had that technology where it was for, you know, good things. And, right. I mean, he was, you know, he, he was able to shoot, you know, that... Uh, Rays or whatever it was, places. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you know they they don't went there, and confiscated all his stuff and everything. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, the technology, and I I go on. You can go on the YouTube, and you can pull up technology. I mean, a lot of people don't know they got a lot of technology out here that's just. I mean, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's amazing. Hey. You know, but I, I just got this this belief. You know, call me crazy or whatever, but I got this belief that, you know, the Most High, He didn't call us for no reason. Huh. You know, and He's got us. We got something we have to do, so we don't really have to worry about nothing. You know. Huh. Did has anybody ever read that t- a, trilo- a trilogy, uh, uh, by t- uh, d- d- uh, I think his name's Tim Delaney or something? Uh, uh, it's called. Um, what is it? Oh shoot! It's called um, Left Behind series. No. Oh man, that that series it's it's so. I mean, it is just oh, it it really kind of fits modern times now. And if y'all ever get a chance, I mean, the series is about quite a few books, but it's called Left Behind series with Tim Delady. I can't think of the other guy's name that wrote with him, huh. but it's a hell of a good book series. Wow. It, it, it gets you tr- it, it gets you entranced in it to the point where you actually feel like you're living in there, you know, and it's mm. it's happening to you. Then wow. there's another one called I, I've been trying to find that book because I lent it out and I never got it back, but it's dealing with six 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 of the devil. So I can't even remember the name of it, but it actually, about, te- huh? Six 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 Leviathan. 
is it about where they uh, uh, eventually they put people in camps and they actually had a, uh, you know, there was no more money and they actually used they had you was implanted with something and you your credits it was called credits that's how you pay for everything. Uh, no, I don't remember that. It's something to that effect. It, it was a, it was a deep book in back then. I don't know what you know. I lent it out never to get it back, but yeah. I don't think it was Leviathan. That was done by uh, Doctor York, Malachi Z York. No, no, no. This was a, okay. a different. No, okay. no. This was dealing with you know uh, people. You know they 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 separated the people out, and and the ones that were slaves. You know, they actually made them slaves. They put them behind these fences and, you know, kept them in, like, in a, a concentration camp. And the only okay. time they could come out is when they would work for, you know, people, you know, like governors and, and movie stars stuff. They would come out. And, and when you got paid, you didn't get paid in, in, in any kind of currency. You got paid uh, according to your credits. It was called credits, but it, it was something implanted in your your skin. And we know that they've been implanting uh, these... Uh, birth control devices in women for a while. Mm. And Nora so, Uh-huh. Mm. hmm Yeah, they've been they've been implanting them in women, and the women can keep them in for at least three years, and then they change right. them again. But I think everything they do is just experimentation. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. Excuse me, Nation. I, I got to take this call. I'll be right back. Okay. Brother Eric, you there? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'll see you Wow, that that right there, what you just read, it's it's kind of deep. Yeah, and then we. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't mean to cut you out. I was just since I got in the nation, I just started looking at everything from a lawful perspective. Mm-hmm. 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 And mm-hmm. open my eyes. And I don't, I don't, I don't put my feelings involved no more. You know, you know how you exactly. get in. Involved with folks, and they say, "Well, well, that that happened, and all this here, and mm-hmm. and you normally just join them, and then start attacking immediately, attacking." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I know why it's happening. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all about you know that you know commerce and and and, and how you know how they conduct their affairs. I mean, it, it really. I mean, they yeah. have a right. They have a right just, to do what they're doing. I just feel within the nation, we, and, and I know that we're striving to do that, and I know there's, there's certain uh, individuals in the nation that have started it with, you know, purchasing the land and just really starting to uh, utilize that soil, you know, and mm-hmm. on that land on you, once you purchase it for the use of the nation try to protect it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have no self-preservation, you know, mm-hmm. with land, uh, you gotta, uh, self-preservation is not just for, uh, not just yourself, you know what I mean? Right. You got to preserve the soil. I mean, that's going to give you, yeah. you know, that yield those crops so you can eat. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, you are, we are what we eat, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only way I think to, the biggest way to avoid yeah. you know, pet, the pesticide foods and, you know, the preservative foods and worrying about Monsanto with GMO and you know, all these different GMO fishes. And, yeah. You know, that's the best way at this point. 
That's, That's why we I need think. chemists. Exactly. <laughs> true. Biologists. And they say drugs are bad for you. And they keep uh, pumping us. They say drugs are bad for you, but they keep pumping us with a lot of drugs. <laughs> there you go. Let me ask you something. Is there a possibility, praise the Most High, because, you know, you know, we got at the end of the day, the Creator created all things, right? And He created our bodies. Is it a, This is just a hypothetical question I'm throwing out there, even to Sister Crystal. Is it a possibility that the Creator set our bodies up genetically so that a lot of these things um, may intensify and, and, and create a, a new breed, a much stronger breed, in a uh, sense? And the reason why I'm saying I'm going to say this, back in the 1950s, okay, I, I, my, my, my age group, we were inoculated with the, what they call vaccinations. Right. And they would take this little thing and stick our arm. And it, right, some right. people left scars. But let right. me tell you, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious about this. Most of the people that I know that are my age now that got those vaccinations, uh, oh. they're in pretty damn good health. It's funny because my mother got it, my, my whole family, all of the older, you know, my, everybody yeah, in my health? family got it. Yeah, from the like from back then. They, how's their health? They have pretty good health. Okay, yeah. so so check it like out. Like my mother, my mother's mm-hmm. eighty one, and she's okay, like. So that- that's what I'm saying. I think we were experimenting on, but I think it was to see uh, it was it was a good thing because I'm telling you, most people like uh, me and your mother and them, you know, we don't have too many issues. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And so about two years ago, listen to this. They had issued out the government. I, I think President Obama had uh, kind of co-signed on it, but they haven't uh-huh. enforced it yet. They uh-huh. said those people back then – uh, from 1950s all the way up to 1960-something, and that's when they was really going strong with the vaccinations. They were saying they wanted these people to come back into the doctor's office and check them for hepatitis. You hear me? <laughs> oh, boy. And I told, I told my colleagues, I told them, I'm not they wanna, going to... They wanna... They want to give you hepatitis. <laughs> no, no, no. It could be. It could be that they want, you know, because, listen, you got to have a certain, okay, if you got mice in a cage and you're experimenting on it for the bad, you got to also see what it's going to be for the good, if not just for them, you see? Sure, sure. So, so it, it, I don't think it's a, a where they want to just, because, I mean, 60, 70, 80 years old, what accomplishment. I mean, we lived, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And it kind of reminds you of that woman, they took her cell, and it's all over the place. I can't think of her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. I know who you're talking about. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Her cell, she still lives on after all the many years. So I'm serious. We, uh, you know, my inoculation, you know, they stuck us, and we got the little inoculation. And I haven't, I haven't had too many issues, I mean, really serious issues as far as my health. And I know others that were like it, and we don't have that problem. Uh, I think, uh, I think. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, Shalom. I, I mean, uh, since you said that, uh, my mother, she uh, got diagnosed with stage four bone cancer. Okay. Uh, about I say about maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and today, wow. today they find the you know, she went through all the the cancer treatments and the radio and chemo mm-hmm. and all that. Wow. And today. She walking and no cancer in her body. Mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And, and she probably got a knock later back then, too. <laughs> yeah, about two months ago, she couldn't even walk. She couldn't even stand yeah. up. But now she's wow. up, running around and everything else. Yeah. Has she ever been vaccinated? Uh, when she was younger? Yeah. I, I asked her that. I bet you she was. I bet you. Because that was a requirement back then. Yeah. And, 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 and what I'm saying is from my skin or from our skin to our bones to everything, we heal quick. We really do. Right. I, I, You know, I just had that surgery, uh, uh, you know, leg surgery, and, you know, they cut a big, horrible scar in the front of my leg up on oh. the thigh. And I'm going to tell you, as of today, a couple months later, uh, you, you know, it's no scar there. I mean, it was a real deep, ugly scar, and, and I have no scar there. It looks like um, like a little thin. You can't even really see it. I'm honest. You can't even see it. You know. So I think that whatever that whatever that vaccination was back then, because you know, I, our group of people, we hardly ever get sick. We don't, you know, catch too many diseases or anything, and you know, most of us don't have high blood pressure or cholesterol or none of that stuff. So I'm thinking that that was a select group of children, uh, of people that they chose back then, just to see how it would reflect, you know, years from now how we would pan out. Yes, ma'am. You think uh, you think think they still use them vaccines that they used no. to use back then? No, okay. no, because they were sick. That vaccine, how they did it with us, no, you know nobody gets that now. It, it's like they took some kind of little thing with medicine and stuck it, just stuck a couple of times around, and, and, and it would form up, and a lot of people, their arms scarred up from that. Mine never did. It yeah. had a little light, lightness there, but most, a lot of people, their skin is, um, huh. a, a, you know, as, you know, it kind of scars up, you know, mother, but they don't do that damn, no. Uh, yeah, you, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And my sister has a scar. My brother so what do you think? I, you know, it's true. I mean, to a certain degree, because and, 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 and they, and they over all of them is all, all of my brothers and sisters are over fifty. Exactly. Uh, all my so, sisters are living. Yes. Yeah. So, and uh, um, and my oldest brother, he's sixty. Mhm. He, he wouldn't think he's sixty. You know, he looks like he's in his probably just in his early fifties, maybe or late. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Most of us don't look our age. Our skin heals good. It's clear. No real bad diseases, high cholesterol. That's what I'm saying. It's not that we're doing, you know, I mean, we're eating all kind of stuff. So I'm saying, you know, experimental-wise, if you're going to have, if you do an experiment, okay, if you're a scientist and you're doing an experiment for something for to, to disrupt the nature of something, you're going to also want the remedy for it. Right, right, right. You know, because there's always that potential, and CDC would tell you, there's always that potential for that, that saying whatever you're creating to really escape and affect you. You see what I'm saying? Right. But the so, body, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, sister, the, the body is, is made to heal itself anyway, like you said. Through, right. Through enough D, um, vitamin D and mm-hmm. calcium that we absorb mm-hmm. and produces the vitamin D after you sit in the sun and you get enough sunlight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that has, a lot, that has a lot to do with it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your body's a natural healer. Like the liver, I don't know if you guys know that the liver reproduces itself every month. Yeah, once, and bones heal so often and blood, everything rejuvenates itself, yes. Yes, every month the liver rejuvenates itself every month, replenishes itself, uh-huh. and rebuilds itself. Well, you know, when you when you go to the scriptures, and I I I study on a metaphysical level. I have I've got a um, 
a, a degree in it, a doctorate in it. And metaphysically, okay. spiritually so, on a metaphysical level, you know, it's identify who the, the, liver, the, the liver, deliverer is. It's the Messiah. You see what I'm I saying? See. And he's the one. And the liver, the liver is a very important part of your body, oh, you yeah. know, because uh-huh, it filtrates all that, it poisons the stuff out. It's right. like it's kind of like the savior of your soul, you know, of your body physically. So, <laughs> so okay. it's identified as the Messiah is the deliverer or the liver, you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is Ot Crystal. Um, just to add on what you're saying. I guess back then, you know, they were all all about pro health, prolonging life. Huh. Um, but well, now. You know, I disagree with that. You think I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think it was, you know, experimentation and having uh, as an observation because if you go back and you read, they was mm-hmm. conducting all kind of things on people, Caucasians and Negroes. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's so secretive. But if you really go do your research, because I did my research on it, because mm-hmm. I felt the same way, sister. And, and and you got to remember back in 1917, 13, uh, and then particularly around 1933, you know, when when your boy said, hey, we're going to take all the gold and silver from the people, from the persons and stuff, you know, they was doing all kind of stuff, the, you know, uh, the Jekyll Island, Dr. J- you know, the island. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, you know, I'm not, you know, it could be, it could be, but I disagree uh, in the sense that I, I've done a lot of research and they was doing all kind of Tuskegee experiments, um, right. you know, and, and I actually was over in Germany where they actually, it, it, okay, uh, uh, what's his name? Hewitt Packard. Okay. Yeah, Hewitt Packard. They was contracting with the Germans over there uh, and, and, and supplying the money for them to gas the so-called Jews. Yeah, you know? right. And so what I'm saying is they was they was not only here in America doing all kind of dirt, they was everywhere creating all these different diseases and viruses and stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, if they was doing it for humanity's cause, it was for them themselves. And we yeah, were all experimenting. Mean mm-hmm. Huh? That's what I mean for them. They were doing yeah. prolonged for, for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, and and, and I just think that with that that group where they was vaccinating those that group, uh, it has to be something phenomenal about because just two years ago, I'm telling you, they said you can look it up. They said people from the when they was born in the 1950s all the way up to 1965 was going to have to go in and get checked for hepatitis. And I'm saying, why would I? I don't have no damn hepatitis. I haven't experienced no kind of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, they're not, they're, you know what I'm saying? And I was thinking, I said, if there was something they did to to, to help me along the way, thank you, but no thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't know. You know, only they know what they injected into us. And it's just like when children are born, they put that stuff in their eyes. Why they got to have all this stuff in their eyes? That's the same thing with the polio shots. They did that yeah. during all the World War Two veterans. I'm sorry, World War One veterans. After they, I know. I'm sorry, the World War Two veterans after they came home. A lot of the kids had polio, mm-hmm. or were, mm-hmm. or they were born with it because they were getting the shot. They were getting it through the DNA after they, mm-hmm. you know, child it was, was born with it. Polio. Yeah, because they were getting polio shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Polio wasn't something that just came out of out of the sky, you know, as a disease. And uh, rapidly plaguing the whole city. It was the same people they traced it back to. That kids were their, their kids that were being born with polio. Mm-hmm. It's because they got the, the shots themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the same thing now with that saying, oh, you know, um, several palsy, mm-hmm. you know, is it, it, from, uh, there's a rampant disease that kids are getting it, you know, mm-hmm. into their adulthood. But if you check out the shots they were getting, or the stress level, of, you know, the, the shots the parents, you know, especially the, the mother was getting, that transfers right to the kid's brain. Exactly. Right to the kid's bloodstream. Yeah, because the baby's connected um, to her. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It causes the damage to the brain and the neurological system. Especially until, the, like the brother was saying, the endocrine plan is very, if you study the endocrine gland, you'll see. Uh-huh. I want to ask you a question. Why is it a lot of people over in India are born so deformed? What's going on with that? I don't know. I always wanted to know, too. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't, I don't know if it's the chemicals they put in certain foods that they're giving them. or Yeah, because they'd be born with three heads, <laughs> three faces, one face with three faces on it, and uh, extra legs. and all. I mean, they really have a really bad problem with deformity, cleft lips and big right, legs, tree yeah. truck men. And, I mean, they really got it I going mean, on over there. A lot of them are gay. Don't they have uh, water, uh, uh, nasty water pollution or something? They, I don't want to. The river is very. The Ganges River is very polluted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's their that's they source of drinking water, and they have. Uh, so it's a lot of parasites know, in it. Yeah, so that can that can that might be it. And, well, you I know, heard there's a lot of incest going on too, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, incest with. You're proud of that too. Mm-hmm. But I know, mm-hmm. I know one farm they they water was uh mm-hmm. was very bad for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I seen this uh I seen this clip last night a commercial, mm-hmm. and they said uh they said help Israelite, Israelite mm-hmm. the people in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and Israel they uh they going broke so they mm-hmm. uh they need food and everything so. The man, the the cockatoo, he turned to the TV and he said, uh, uh, "You American Christians can help. You American mm-hmm. Jews can help." And huh. I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, and and then the next commercial comes on. They got two little uh, African babies. They suffering, mm. and they they telling them, uh, you know. Just ninety some cent a day will help them. I said, man, they've been, and in my head, you know, growing up, I'd be seeing them commercial. I was like, we've been helping them folks for so long, they ain't got it right yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder what they doing with the money. And it, it looked like the same white man with the white beard and all that. He looking <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looking good. Uh-huh. But the chillin' ain't looking so good. Well, you know, right? <laughs> I said, yeah. you need to give him some of his little stuff, a little lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. I Have think, you heard? Right. I believe. I just think it's uh, you know, it's a way to get more money out of your pocket and mm-hmm. keep their foundations going. But mm-hmm. what about their, their mm-hmm. government? Their mm-hmm. central government. They're supposed to, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they're not putting up for their own people. Mm-hmm. I understand what's really going. I mean, but it's you got to scratch your head on it. Mm-hmm. Why you keep showing me these commercials over here? Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a government body that's there to, to take care. You know, mm-hmm. I know they have a ministry of 
a minister of agriculture in their country or a minister of, you know, the Food and Drug Administration. You know, mm. it's probably not as well and, and big as ours, but still. Mm. I mean, they could come together and build a well and mm-hmm. come together and, and, and start planning. But then you get these, like you said, these third parties that want to go there and want to be out, act like missionaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, send us $20 and this and that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And look for how many years they've been doing it. Ever since yeah. I was a baby. Mm-hmm. it on TV. Crazy. Man. I wanted to mention, um, I don't know if y'all heard about Emoto's water experiments over, you know, years ago. Emoto's water experiments. Emoto. E-M-O-T-O. Emoto. I'm trying to, is it Japanese? Uh, I'm sorry, did you say what? Is it a, it, was it a Japanese experiment? Uh, I think he's Japanese. I, I think he is. But he did some... Japanese. Because, uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, when I asked about Indian, you said the water, uh, uh, Eric said the water. Uh, Emoto discovered that, you know, water, okay, he went to different parts of the world and he took water from different parts of the world and he photographed the water. And uh, in the, the dirty water he photographed, it showed it was distorted and ugly and it was just uh, nasty looking and it had, his, it had de- deformity in it. And it was just ugly looking, evil looking. And he took pictures of nice, clear water from different parts of the world and, and and they were beautiful like snowflakes. They had all kind of ge- ge- uh, geometry, shapes, and everything. Okay. So what I did, I started saying to my water when I drank it, <laughs> I love you, water. <laughs> uh, I, I've been doing it ever since, but you need to look him up, Emoto's Water Experiments, The Power of Thoughts, because he was showing think, they, they did an experiment where they told, huh? I do think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, he showed where you would tell the water, I love you, and the water took on a beautiful shape. But if you said something mean to it, it would do another thing. See, you got to remember all that stuff is a living entity. It's a living entity. Mm -hmm. Mother Earth is a living entity. Salome, uh, I've seen a a, a little thing, or or I don't know if it was an experiment or something, but uh, these uh, Japanese guys, they Mm -hmm. came up with something where... They would. They went to the uh, where they where they do the polluted. They had the polluted water. I guess it was the sewage. Mhm. What they do? They, and they dropped some uh, some of their stuff they had made up. They dropped it in the sewage, raw mm-hmm. sewage, or, mm-hmm. and it separated. Mhm. And it separated, and air, all the dirt and everything went to the bottom and all that. And they yeah, I see that. Cups. They took cups of the of, of the stuff and they started drinking it themselves and. The water was clean and pure and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, I don't know if that was the same one you were talking about. but No, this is an independent thing. But I do know that moringa, the seed from the tree, if you oh, put yeah, it in moringa. that, it'll do the same thing, the seeds. Mm-hmm. You said moringa? Yeah, yes. moringa. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar, Gavin? Yes, that's, it's very big in Jamaica. Uh-huh. And they, and, and, yeah. And they, they got it selling it out of a lot of these herb shops. In New York, mm-hmm. and you could get it. The moringa today it cleans your whole blood. I heard. Yeah. The whole bloodstream. Mhm. And the seeds you drop them in water is gonna do the same thing. And see, that's right. what they have started going over doing, especially in Africa, because they was growing a lot of it over there too. Because see, the moringa tree tree can grow anywhere. 
It, it basically right. can grow anywhere. But it's so high to get any part of that tree. And so the seeds, they okay, the, the moringa leaves and stuff, they were actually grinding them up. They was harvesting them over in Africa, some parts of Africa, harvesting it up, feeding it uh, to the children. That's why at one time, I don't know about now, but at one time a lot of the children were being, uh, uh, you know, they, they were starting to get healthy, you know, because okay. they were used. Yeah, using that. So you could do a little research on that. But I know it's a very powerful uh, tree. They call it the miracle right. tree. Right. So, you know, I mean, there, you know, where there's that, you know, I, I mean. It kills cancer and everything. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, it does. Yes. It, 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 I mean, it, it, and then it's got a lot of supplements for, like, it's a substitute for bananas, oranges, greens, different things right. like that. Yeah, if you read up and on it. It's mm-hmm. funny because it has a bitter sweet taste when you when you first chew yeah. on it. Yeah, and it's green. And it's bitter. Mm-hmm. All right. You can get it in capsule form, but um, the real, the actual, uh, straight up unadulterated moringa, it's gonna uh-huh. cost you a lot. You know now, yeah. Swanson's and different companies like that have watered it, condensed it down, and you can get it for two or three bucks. But you want the I'm actual actually, moringa. Actually, I'm getting it straight from Jamaica, like. Brought back, okay. uh, uh, wrapped up. <laughs> okay. Are you so, taking it? Are you using it? I was. I one time I was. You know, my mother got a whole bunch of it at the house, at her house. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and get some, but I wasn't steadily on it. You know, I tried it out. Mm-hmm. But, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get it from uh, Jamaica? You got contacts in Jamaica, or? No, people just grow it wildly in their, in their backyard. So we know, I know people who were bringing it back. Yeah, if you can actually get it and grow it, you, it'll grow. It'll grow about anywhere. Yeah. But I got a guy that I get it from, and, you know, he gets his stuff from over there, so it's right. pretty good. Yeah, but he, you know, he mixes some of his with uh, grape seed, black grape seed. Okay, right. And that's what I wanted to bring up, re-mention. Uh, uh, another epidemic here, it's, it, it doesn't seem very um, uh, major, but it is a major thing. If you look it up, a lot of people have what you call fungus of the nails and right. of the hair. There's a lot of right. fungus going around, isn't it? Right, right, right. And that stuff's hard to shake. Oh, Rainworms, your nail fungus, your hair yeah. fungus. And, yeah. you know, I tell you, uh, because they're not regulated, I tell you who's giving a lot of women fungus is these uh, Chinese shops and stuff. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened to yeah. me. You know, it just destroyed my nails. I've been working wow. on it for over five or six years, wow. you know. And I went in just to get a ped- pedicure. And, uh, and next thing I know, one of my fingers turned mm-hmm. green, and then next uh, thing I know, all my, my all my fingers, you know, what? and then but you know you cannot sue them because they are they, the government they're not you know they're not going to do they're it not they're regular. not regulated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and see, they they use these tools and they don't clean them real good. So yeah. a lot, I mean, it's so bad, men and women. But it's it's really on the epidemic level of, of fungus of the nails and toenails and fingernails and a lot of fungus in the hair. Right. They mm-hmm. should be sterilizing their uh, equipment. Yeah, they they Just call like, themselves doing it when they put in that ultraviolet stuff, but. You know, I mean, I, I I just say, you know, you get you some kind of equipment where each time you use it, you discard it, period. Right. right. You know. Uh, Salami, is the uh, moringa good for that? 
Well, actually, Moringa just actually, no, not really, no. (laughs) You know, they say tea tree oil is good. Uh, Most doctors, if you go to a doctor, they want to give you this mess that you take internally, and you have to take it for three to six months, and then you get a mess with your liver and stuff. So I refused all that. And uh, Uh I tell you, uh, a green tree uh, with... um, what is that? It's with uh, d- green tree with orga- organo or whatever it is, O-R-E-G-A-N-O. It's, it's real potent smell, but it helps. Organo. Organo, uh-huh. Green tree oil with organo. Or okay. you can, you can mm-hmm. soak your fingers or toenails in, in um, vinegar. Mm-hmm. Vinegar is good. Right, right. Apple cider. Apple cider vinegar, yes. Uh, uh, did she try the apple cider vinegar on her hair? I actually drink it. How did you like it? I liked it. Um, I still had to use my gel because, you know, like I said, it's not defined in certain places, but I bought me some flaxseed. Okay. And I went to next time, I'm going to try to use the flaxseed. Did you, you going to make your gel with it? Did you learn how to do it? I looked on YouTube, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, that's the first application of you doing it. you got to do it consistent, you know, each time you decide to wash your hair. And then you'll start seeing your hair patterns start to all come unison together. You know, it's going to take a while, you know, quite a few applications, but you will begin to see. Uh, Brother Gavin, we're talking about ACV on your hair, washing your hair with ACV. Okay, okay. I know that uh, apple cider vinegar is real good. Yes. And, yes. Uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, stuff with carotene in it. From you know your carrots. Mhm. If you if you mash that up, some people do that with the, the mayonnaise. Mhm. 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 You know, with, with eggs in it. Mm-hmm. Put eggs and mayonnaise together. Yeah. But One you know, sometimes the, sometimes the eggs. I, I now I can't use it because eggs got a lot of protein in it. And I have a lot right, of protein right, in right. my body. So okay. what it would do if you get too much protein or dry your out, dry your hair out. Right, so you got to okay. be careful on your consistency of your protein. And also, right. I could tell anybody experiment on how to find out what your pores, which how porous your hair is. You know, you take right. a little piece of hair, get a cup of water, and drop it in it. If the okay. water, if the hair sinks to the bottom, it's uh, you know it's highly porous. It's going to take a lot to absorb in your hair. If it wow. floats, you don't need that much. Your hair is uh, either going to float or or or, or, or sink. Or sink. Uh huh. And that okay. tells you how your pores of your hair. And oh, if, okay. you know, and like I said, if it sinks, you know that means that it's absorbing a whole lot. If it wow. floats, you don't need that much absorbent. It don't take that much absorbent. So you got to kind of right. watch out how much you put in your hair, what you're doing to your hair to, you know, make right. sure that you, because you know, our hair is it, it's genetically programmed to do whatever or react a certain way. You right. know, and you got to get to know your hair. And, and, and sister, you know, just use just using one time, it'll give you some, you know. But you're gonna have to use it over time to see the results. You know. Thank you, guys. You guys, you guys, um, huh? You guys, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, sister. Oh no, I said I made me a big bottle of the okay. vinegar, so I'll be using it. Yes, okay, ma'am. now the only thing that I, I, I warn everybody on, it's not good to make a lot of a whole lot of stuff because when you use natural stuff, it does have a tendency to go bad. Right. Horrible. You know, yeah. I always, what I do, I just make enough to use for that night. Okay. 
because I'm kind of leery about letting stuff sit. You sometimes yeah. you put it in an ice box, but even so, when you're using natural products, you got to remember if they sit over time and, de- and start to, you know, deteriorate stuff, it's going to create certain types bacteria. of molds and stuff like yeah, bacteria. Yeah. So I would just suggest you just make enough for your head application or how many heads you're going to do, and then remake it each time fresh when you do it. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean that's just a suggestion, but you do what you want to do. Yes, ma'am. You got it. Uh, you, you, you ladies, oh, Shalom, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. Speaking of speaking of hair, uh, brother Gavin, was that you were saying that you had a product that regrow your hair? That was, I thought that was Emmanuel. Oh, that was probably Emmanuel. Wasn't, it probably yeah. was him. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, yeah. They said they was making a, a product where they regrow hair and everything. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, you know, the key to regrow, okay, I bet you most people, I'm not saying you guys don't, but most people don't realize when your hair comes out of your body, you know, it comes out as a liquid. (laughs) And once it hits the oxygen, it hardens. You know, comes out of that follicle. If you don't believe me, look it up. Your hair is like a a solution. Yeah, and when it, it, it don't go out as a hair, it grows out. It, it comes out liquid. That's why when if you put a mattress onto your hair, it'll just melt down. You know, like real. You know, and you'll smell it. Right. It comes out liquid and hardens as soon as it hits the air. I didn't know you know. That. Now come on, a kid. No hair, a length, a, a piece of hair cannot. It doesn't reside in your uh, your hair follicle. It's all right. uh, you know. It's liquid. That's why you have. That's why when I okay, I tell you another good product to use. You don't have to use it often. Castor oil. Castor yeah, oil is good for about, your hair. I was about, that's what I was about to say earlier. Yeah. That if, you, if you ladies use castor oil or coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you're the one that palm oil, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how make your hair want yes, to it grow. Is. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of experiment around in, in uh, Sister uh uh, Tiffany and Sister Ruth and I, you know, and we're going to get uh, other ladies involved because, okay. you know, the transition from perms and, and all that crazy stuff and, right. you know, just going natural. Our our biggest problem with our Negro hair is lack of moisture, Right. you know, and that's what I'm saying. When it comes out as a liquid, then it hits the air. you got to keep your hair moist. That's why Caucasians right. have a tendency to grow more hair is because of the oil, you know, their hair retains oil, you know, whereas ours right. don't. We got to right. keep, you know, it's best to oil. A lot of women over the past, you know, we grew up with grease, hair grease and stuff. Right, right. But the oils, those essential oils, along with, you know, the proper conditions that you make up and all that, hey, it, 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 it you know, we just, now this time of year I say I always suggest to women to get that um, glycerin. Get the unadulterated, nothing, the uh, camper, hosier, no right. animal fat glycerin. And right. put in with your oils. You don't have to use a lot. Just put a little drop in with your oils because what this glycerin does, it pulls the moisture out of the air. Mm. And this time of year is good. I don't suggest use it during the summer, but this time of year use it, 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 it you know, wintertime is best to, you know, have a certain regimen on how you're going to do your hair. Even men, yeah. you know, put this in your hair and it may, it'll draw the moisture out of the air. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, uh, another little key, you know, is just make sure that you keep your hair moist. You don't use uh, a lot of flat iron and all that. Because I went completely, uh, 2013, just about 
right after I joined the nation, you know, and I heard Brother Priest do a lecture one time, and he's talking about, you know, the hair and stuff. So what I did, because I, my hair was long and everything, and I had a perm, I went and had it all chopped off. I had my concert chop me ball. Okay, okay. And, and, and <laughs> as of today, I got some hair. Two years, right. two and a half, two and a half years later, I got some hair. You know, okay. I mean, I walked around with no hair to little bitty, you know, balls of hair till it's a nice length in a stick now, you know. And a lot right. of times, you know, I don't cut my hair, but during the lunar months, you know, certain times of the month or a couple yeah. months, you have to know what your hair needs and, and kind of cater to your hair, get to know your hair, you know, and start maintenance it, you know. But don't don't tap with a lot. And the key is don't pull your hair a lot. Don't comb it because uh, right. that pulls, you know, if you do comb it, grab it at the ends and then comb it all the way up to the root. But your hair is very sensitive. Our hair is very sensitive. Right. So, you know, but it's a learning process, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a learning process. And like your skin, you know, um, a lot of people, they use lotions. Eliminate the right. lotions. Eliminate the lotions. Right. Lotions are designed to dry you out, and it's it putting into your system toxins. Right, um, right, right. Oils, and I know you know, Gavin, oils, you know, oils on your skin. Or, yeah. okay, taking coconut baths. Coconut oil. Not, yeah, coconut oil is one of the best ones, but you got to be kind of careful, too. Mm-hmm. Virgin coconut, yeah, so. Yeah. And they say, don't, okay, you know we got fluoride in the water. And I think you was telling us at the news meeting, Crystal, that they had some water going on somewhere where they was treating it with something. Do you remember that? Uh. Sister Crystal? Yes, ma'am, that was in uh, San Francisco. Okay. Uh. okay. Where they replaced so. it with uh, a different type of chemical. Yeah. And, uh. and three days in, they realized that it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do, so they added hmm. more chlorine to it. Oh, man. And the chlorine had a, a adverse effect with the new mm-hmm. drug or the new chemical they were using, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it causes birth defects. And they it went on for a full year before uh, someone blew wow. the whistle on it. And see, this is just miscarriages and cancer. So. Okay, so okay, check this out now. This is what I'm saying. Even with the fluoride of those different chemicals that you put in the water, number one, uh, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I studied for metaphysical high med. Number one, you find out, you you know, a lot of people think this is this is crazy, but you really don't want to take a bath. It's better to huh. take a shower. Right. Why? Especially women. You have women that are running around here getting all these infections between their legs and all right. this stuff. You know, when you sit down in a tub of water, unfortunately, unless you put a lot of oil, like coconut oil or something in it, but when you yeah. get in that water, number one, when you're washing off, dirt's coming off of you, but where is it going when you when you rinse it off of you in the tub? All right. Like it's going back on you. Right? Unless you shower and shower it off. Exactly. Yeah. They said it's best to take a shower than, than do all in baths, and especially with little children, you know, because a lot of chlorine, if you do give them a bath, put oils in it. You know, because right. our skin, you know, it needs that protection. But I say the best is to take showers. Nowadays, anyway, back then it was okay, but now with so much in it, you know, you're sitting in this water, and once you wash off and you rinse off, you ain't going to let the water automatically out. Sometimes you sit. And that dirt goes right back in your skin. Yes. Unless you, unless you're doing salt baths, maybe. Yeah, yeah, salt, salt, sea salt. Mhm, mhm. And it's so it's sucking out all the impurities, mm-hmm, mostly mm-hmm. out of your skin. Exactly. 
So, you know, it's a it's a lot going on with us, but I think we're going to make it past that mark. You know, I think we, we're on the right track. You know, we have to continue to ask the Most High to, you know, lead us in the right direction on what we need to use it. Because, I mean, really, isn't everything tainted? Everything? Yeah. What isn't? Unless you live in a bubble, a bubble house. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> a bubble world. Yeah. I mean, from the rain, the air, whatever's in the air and stuff, you know, I mean, it's all there. I mean, we just, you know, I, I go back to what I think. I think that the Most High, he knows his children. He knows his creation. He knows his creatures. And, and you know, and if you go back and you, if you go into scriptures, um, I, I got a couple of lectures that I look at and, I, you know, kind of elaborate. I'm not going to do it tonight, but the DNA, he's got to set And a lot of people don't even discuss the RNA, but the DNA is genetically set up paired up to do certain things, and it is paired up to make sure that your cells repel a lot of this stuff that they, they're throwing at us. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're like the baby children. We don't die. We multiply. <laughs> or like roaches, you kill them, boy, they come out stronger. <laughs> adaptation, is that what it is, adaptation? That's it. You know, they say, damn, every time we create something, even with uh, 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 Patty LaBelle Pies, you know, damn, we thought more, we thought at least 100,000 would fall over 200 something. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, mm hmm. Even yeah. Robin Harris said it best. What? I said Robin Harris said it best. What? No, no, we don't die, we multiply. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, the creator said that. He told, what did he tell, uh, who is that he told us going to multiply the seed? You're right. You're right. He said he going to multiply for it to be like grains of sand on the beach. Hey, now, you know, that's a lot of sand, and that's a lot of grains. <laughs> yes, brother. Yeah. No, I was saying earlier that um, I was going to say, um, the, uh, man, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you know what they say? Uh, they say they're suffering from CRS. Can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say the other word, S-H, but can't remember. <laughs> I just, it just slipped my mind, man, what I was mm. about to say. Um, something about Not multiplying? Skin. Something about the skin. Something about that. Oh. I was about to say something. Um, it'll come back to me. Well, while you thinking, I know another thing. Okay, we was talking about heavy metals and everything. Let me right. let me give you. Oh, let me oh, give, I remember okay, now. Go ahead. Sorry, See, I knew I'm you was gonna come up with it. <laughs> when it comes to plastic bottles, uh huh. I know. I heard. I know. I heard it's very dangerous. You know, over time, if you keep drinking out of plastic containers because of the. Um, was it the P the A B C or something or the A B S? Mm-hmm. That's in it. Uh, any one of you guys know uh, or heard of it? Of, of any details of that? Uh, I, have some, I have some. I do got some. Um, some doc, uh, documents written. Uh huh. That I used to have. You mean how they put the uh, put the poison in the plastic bottles? Plastic Not really the poison, but the plastic period. It's the plastic itself. 
It's poison. Well, it's because it's on it. PB, was it PBS that's in it or? BPA? Mm-hmm. The chemical they put in there is called BPA, I think. Yeah, BPA, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, yeah, because remember, everything was glass back then. Glass bottles, right. glass, right. glass. You know, and I also, yeah, and I also know when you use glass, it's good. But, you know, if you use certain color glass. So let me tell you what I did. I went and experimented around. I've been going to all kinds of shops, glass shops, thrift stores, secondhand stores, antique shops, to find black glass bottles, you know, blue or green, preferably blue, preferably green. Okay, you can get the red and the orange. It's called blue water. I've told everybody about that before. And you can't find it. And if you do find them, they got them so high. The prices are so high. It's a rarity that you they don't make colored glass no more like that. You know, and that, that that's that. You know, colored glass, if you notice your parents and all the ancient people, who they use colored glass. It was a reason for that. I yield. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so much going on. They just, you know, just to change it all around. But, hey, we, we, we just got to get us a bottle of glass makers, you know, to know how to blow that glass and make glass, that's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's an art, beautiful yeah. art. Yeah, I've seen it. It's, it. it takes a lot of, uh, uh, you know, wind. <laughs> has anybody ever have, has anybody ever seen people play the diggeradoo? No. you never seen nobody play the diggeradoo? No, that it's like a whistle thing, or it's like a long stick. I got one here, man. Um, when you get off that line, go on online and look up some of the brothers, some of the uh, uh, people, ancestors, and some of the people that play the digger do. You're gonna wonder how the heck they do it. Wow. They they play it. They blow it. It's like a long stick with holes at each end. A long open. It's it's just a, you know they carve it and everything. And I got a beautiful okay. one here, but I huh? No, I said okay. And look at how they play it. And when they blow in it, they play all kind of music through it, but they never take a breath. They know how to do it without taking a break. It's just nonstop, wow. nonstop. Wow. And I tried it. I like to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Digger Redu. Uh-huh. They got shops, uh, you know, big cities and stuff, and they sell them. Sell them. Uh-huh. But that, that's a beautiful art itself, Digger Redu. There's some sharp old sticks, and I happen to run across one that's real nice, but I ain't no way I can blow it. No. Wow. Yeah. All the talent we have out here. Uh-huh. You know, it's just, it's just, we're crying out, to, you know, to do what we got to do, but... They keep making these Patty LaBelle pies and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They ain't going to keep making them Patty LaBelle. They can just uh, keep producing the bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's just wild, you know. <laughs> it's just amazing. And the, and the cell phones and, you know, mm-hmm. technology involving. Mm-hmm. I've seen, it, I seen these uh, people in the project. They they phone work more than they uh they call. Yeah. Well, you Crazy. know that's true. And guess what? Most of them walk around with them up to the ear. Huh. Yep. And you know what that's doing? Most of them sleep them right sleep with them right by their heads. Blowing their brains. Yeah. Out. Yeah. But we're microwaving their brains. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's bad enough with the, the regular phones and computers and TV and stuff, you know. It's just that cell phone. I mean, you know, they knew what they was doing because here, you're lucky if you can find a phone booth. Oh. You know, and I, I remember, I remember because the first thing that, that came out, I was one of the first ones to get one was a beeper, okay? And yeah. I said, you know, they're going to upgrade this pretty soon. They're going to upgrade this crap. So then they came up with the big old copy cell phones. I got the original one, you know, and Start then they... Changing. Huh? The sky pager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I told everybody, I said, watch, they're going to start eliminating these telephones. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, phone booths. We we right. probably got one in this whole big city, we probably got maybe three. <laughs> yeah, those disappeared all over the you know. place. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's that, that's the question I want to pose to you guys. Okay, they say that the Earth has a whole lot of satellites uh, circling it. Now, why? my question to you guys is, okay, if we got all these satellites up there, first of all, how come we can't see none? You know, you go get your telescope, you ain't going to see none, number one. Number two, if, when they're putting in these satellites for your cable and stuff, how come they don't point them up towards the sky, but they point them more like, they don't point them up towards the sky satellites. Right. And then, and then number three, if the if the satellites were operating doing the GPS, why is it they building cell phone towers all around the place? Tell me that. If they if they got satellites, we don't need the towers. So why are the towers mm-hmm. being erected? Those are the questions I want to know. Mm. Well, they said most of the satellites are in the southern hemisphere. I don't the believe ones that. that they- I'm just saying, you know, that's what they're saying. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I, I, my, like I was telling you about my oldest, my oldest brother was in the Air Force for 23 years, and that's what he did for a living, shoot satellites on, in the sky. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. nephew does the same thing in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. You know, they have global, op- he deals with like a global technology, the global security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, How so, do they stay up there? Supposed to be in orbit as they go mm. into the so-called uh, space orbit, mm. you know. Ah, mm. uh, somebody say something. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. Okay, so they're supposed to stay in orbit. Okay, how do they get? Pa- okay, that's my question. I'm just trying to figure out how they keep them up there. Number one, and number two, how far up do they shoot them? How how, how well, high up do they go? When they shoot off in the stratosphere, which is, you know, they got the lithosphere, stratosphere, and you got the atmosphere, which is here on Earth. Mm-hmm. When they go out into the stratosphere, they have, on the ground, they have computers that actually mechanically um, controls the satellite. Mm-hmm. So while it's spinning around in, in orbit, they still have a connection to it through the, the that not sonar but that microwave technology that they have, mm-hmm. and also that that other you know uh, that's, uh, that I don't know what it's called or it's like a uh, almost like an electrical pulse mm-hmm. that controls the movement of the satellite mm-hmm. while it's in orbit. Right. Because it's got to just float. 
float around the earth, but mm-hmm. they still have a way to control it so it doesn't go out of a certain orbit. Mm-hmm. So they have everything under mathematical calculation with the computer, you know, the ground computer, mm-hmm. with the technology that's inside the actual satellite. Okay. Much more yeah, technical cause... than where I just said it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I noticed that, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, they be looking, you know, uh, up there in the, you know, skies and stuff, and they go as far as, you know, the, the stratosphere, the enosphere, and the metosphere, right. uh, and even the even the troposphere, as well as the atmosphere, and they never see none of them, even in the southern hemisphere. You know what I'm oh. saying? And, and they say and one of the reasons is because of the Van Allen belt. Oh, I see. Mhm. If you read anything about the Van Allen Belt, it's kind of like a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a very powerful uh, radiation, radiate type thing. You know, where you know nothing can really get past that 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 belt and survive. And I don't so know. The, the astronauts were supposed to have went past it, and the question that was posed to him years ago was, uh. What about the Van Allen belt? How did y'all go through that? You know what the guys, you know what the you know what the astronauts' response was? What's they said? Well, he said this. He said we didn't know nothing about the belt then, so it didn't apply to us. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Shalom, uh, you know, um, I was asking. Uh, you know, when they tried to televise the first show, I mean, the the show, it blew up and. When they got so far out, it killed the... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I seen that when I was young. Yes, ma'am. But, brother, if you go back and research, go look up the names, and then you go research all the people are still living today. Some of them, Most of them are still living today. Under Some still carry their same name. Some changed their first or their last name. But, the, but yeah. So you explain that one. Wow. Mm. So nobody in the picture. No. No, wasn't nobody out. They, listen, they can't, they can't send nobody past that Van Allen belt. The Van Allen belt is radiation, and, and their equipment back then was not ready for it. And, and if that's the case, if they went back in the 60s, how come they ain't done it again? You know? It's a big to-do about that. And that's what Cedric was talking about last week. You know, they they come up with some information on uh, – there's a lot of people out there that's uh, researching this now, and not just only in our country but all over the world now, and they saying that was a hoax. And, you know, they've proven it bit by bit. You know, they said that actually all that man-landing stuff, they got secret takes from when uh, it actually was supposed to went down and how they was talking to the astronauts, telling them to talk, telling them what to say. And then all of the film that was, uh, you know, shot then, they said that it was lost. None of it, they said they lost all of it. And then the biggest one was uh, this one gentleman, he went and interviewed all the astronauts. And every last one of them was belligerent to him. Some assaulted him, some hid him, because he was all he was asking them was, "Would you please swear on the Bible that you went to the moon?" You know, huh. and, and you know people are quick to swear on the Bible, even in court, and lie. But none of them wanted to touch that Bible. You know, oh. <laughs> wow. none of them. They cussed him out. They told him to get out of his house. One guy kicked. He said, "I'm gonna kick your behind. You don't get out of here." Uh, our Van Aldrin, all of them. They just they went off on the man. Wow. Yeah. So you know, and all that's starting to come out now. 
Right. You know, they they said that that stuff was staged, and then you that you know a lot of people ask, well, why would they stage this stuff? You know, and some say because they want to beat Russia, but others say it's because once they shot off, you know, when they when they it's a long story, but when it when they finally realized something was going on, they found out the uh, atmosphere up there. First of all, you can't penetrate the Van Allen belt; it'll just eat you up radiation wise oh. and they also found out that there's a, a, a sort of like what you call a glass ceiling there's a ceiling right. up there you can't you know you can't penetrate that ceiling and if you go by the scriptures that's what the most high says but you know um one if you go on youtube you just uh, just look up uh amateur uh rocket uh uh, uh, uh balloon people that send up amateur cameras and stuff uh-huh. these gentlemen these gentlemen in the desert they shot up a rocket you can actually see it. It shot it up, and they had two cameras on it. And the camera was showing how it was going up, and it penetrated the clouds and went up so far. Then after it went so far, you could hear it hit something up there. They said on there they had the caption, it hit the glass ceiling. But it wow. hit, and then it stopped. And then it started wow. coming back down. And you could see the whole earth plane. You could see the earth plane. So you just got to pull up those things and look at a lot of people now, especially Caucasians, are experimenting because they want answers. They want to know what's going on, you know. <laughs> but it actually hit the so, glass ceiling. Hmm? So you don't you don't think there's um, so-called space stations? No, no. You can't you read read about the Van Allen Belt. I'm, no. I mean, I've heard about the Van Allen Belt. I don't think wondering. they can get past that. Uh, one thing, I don't think they can get past it. Okay, let's put it like this. I think that our creator, the Most High, when we call him the Most High, he's he's the creator of all things, and he's very intelligent and wise, and he's got he's, he's intelligence, wisdom, knowledge, justice, beauty, love, foundation, power, and strength. He's all those things, plus some. You know, I mean, he created all things, and I believe, according to the report, you know, that he said he made the firmament above to separate the waters from below. Okay. Okay, look at it logically. You, we, it has only been proven that man can only dig so far into the earth plane, so oh. so much. I think the Russians did it. It was eight miles down, and after that, diamond head drills and all that couldn't go no further. So hard. The oh. Antarctic, you got all that ice. You can't penetrate that ice. That's so hard. So why would the Creator leave the sky out? <laughs> you remember oh. He created man in the sixth day, not the first day. Because right. if he did it in the first day, uh, uh, us people would be saying, look what I helped the Most High do. He created the man after he created everything else so that the man didn't have nothing to do with it. So if he if he limits you in the earth plane to dig so far, he limits you with the ice on, you know, around your poles and everything, why would he not limit the skies? Why? Right. The waters, he's got the water sewed up, you know. I just seen a video, uh, a scientific video, where they had just went under the waters. They couldn't go so far, and they were showing that, you know, if they go down so far, I mean, eight miles or more, the ship is going to crush, or you will crush the pressure. See, there's pressure in the earth plane, pressure on the ice, pressure in the water. So why would the skies be left out? Why? I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that. What my uh, relative does, then it's fake. He's telling me a lie. Then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, you no. He look. You you. They can have us do things we not know. 
they could have us say, okay, they could have me literally working and saying I'm doing something, even like shooting up rockets or whatever. And, and, and But I wouldn't have to know what the heck's going on. And everything's computerized now where they got you control. You know, they, you know, my father was telling when they first started out, they was experimenting with young men back then. Then it got more advanced, and it's even more advanced where they train men and women in the Army and service on the computers now how to operate right. certain equipment and everything, you know? Sure. So sure. he doesn't have to know. Well, I mean, he's in the higher rank, i tell you that much. But he works for Lockheed Martin. Yeah. You know? but, and uh, you Lockheed know, Martin is our, our contractors now, yeah. you know, for, the, for the, the defense department. Yeah. But I'm and, saying everybody is, don't know everything. Doing? You don't have to I know mean, all. They're not going to tell you everything. Even if you're high rank, they're not going to tell you everything. They would have to kill you then. You see what I'm saying? Oh, well, he has. I know for sure he has his clearance. Can I say he's something? Uh huh. Sure. I used to work. I used to work in um in that same industry, and I used to work. I used to work for. It was called Smith Aerospace, but then mm-hmm. he okay. brought us out in 2007. Right. And yeah. Lockheed is one of our was one of our contractors. We did mm-hmm. uh, right. work for um. Like well, I worked on specifically F eighteen, F fourteen military right. um, strike okay. fighter equipment. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't tell you everything. They don't, sweetie. I, You're I, right. I, they don't tell you I, everything. I know for sure they don't. For, they have to kill you. They would have to kill you. Yeah, they would. I'm just saying so that some of the stuff that his, some of the stuff his, that you, I right. mean, you they're go, they're going to give you basic knowledge of and what it's all computerized. Sure. I don't believe that. Right. Sure. And it's not computerized, right, Dawn? I, I right. Just believe it that is. Still, I just believe that there's still, I'm not saying that we're all the way out in the uh, lithosphere, but I know in the stratosphere you can have things, because there's a whole bunch of cosmic junk just floating around and that, that they blasted off into space many years ago mm-hmm. that is just floating around. Mm-hmm. You know, so within that airspace, that supposedly they're blasting stuff off into. Yeah. You don't think that there's satellites floating around? In yeah, that? balloons can go up as far as the stratosphere. I agree with you. Sure. All right. That's all I'm saying. But, I'm you know, saying do you know how many miles that is up? <laughs> it's, not, it's not that far. It's about 73, 80 miles. Right. It's, not, it's within 100 miles. Yeah, it's not that far. Right, right. But now once you go past the stratosphere and you hit that mesosphere, Right. Uh, you know, I mean, what I'm saying is, and I'm I not don't. going on my own beliefs or anything, you know, I, I don't have a clue. I've been doing research for years, and, and right. it's been more and more intense now because of certain things that, you know, the Most High is putting in my heart. Right. And, right. you know, okay, one thing is, they, I think they, what is that they got out now that's supposed to be surveilling the earth, those, um, it, it, you can pull it up online. It looks CGI to me. You know what I'm saying? It don't look real, but you know, ooh, right. you know, how am I gonna say? But it looks CGI. Those are the, those are the Hubble uh, telescopes. Yeah, yeah, Hubble, yeah. Okay, so now that's what I'm saying. How can the Hubble telescope survive out there in that Van Allen belt? And then if I go, you go to the scriptures, and Enoch and all of them was telling you, you know, even in the scriptures, he put a firmament there. Right, and he right. said there was waters above the firmament, as well as right. waters below. Now, and also with the scientists who are the new priests of today, they're right. telling us, per se, that, hey, you know, look, we can go so far, we can do this and we can do that. But right. yet still, 
they're steady taking our money, and we can't see no real pictures of this earth plane? Right, I mean, right, real right, right. pictures? You know what I'm saying? Right. Real I'm pictures? Saying, I'm, I'm not, trust me, I know that when you work in the military or you work for some type of uh, contracting Government. service, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know for sure that you're not exposed to everything on each le- on on specific levels, of course. You know, right. of course not. I'm not saying we are, but at the same time, I'm just saying that the global people who work on a global level and work and people who work on a uh, so-called you know space level, yeah, there's only a certain limitation that they're gonna be able to go in, you know, into space. And at the same time, um, you know, like like you just said, and, and we just, I, I'm confirming that not every person knows to a certain degree what they're doing. You know, I agree. But the they don't have no limitation, limitation on it. The most oh. I has a limitation on it. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Sure. And see, right. and that's what I'm saying. The scientists can tell us that they went out of space and all that stuff, but see, what has happened, it has taken and made this world a material world where, you know, we're going to believe everything they say without questioning it anyway or entertaining the thought without accepting or rejecting it. And and, and the Most High says, you know, he, he put a firmament there. And, and right, that right. firmament means that there's a stop there. And over in Egypt or India, somewhere you go look it up, there's a special type of glass that has fallen from the sky, you know. Mm. And if you go look also research, there's a lot of strange sounds going on around the world. And they saying it might have to do with, you know, um, the glass dome that's up there or either uh, the sun and moon. See, the sun and moon, they, they, okay, the scientists tell us the sun is 92 million miles away. I don't buy that. I don't care what anybody yeah, thinks. I don't, I, think. I don't buy that. The sun uh, is no more than about 3,000 miles up. I don't uh, buy that. 92 million miles? And the way the uh, sun shines, the way it's up there in the sky, and, and, and I have flown in a plane and seen the sun right there. You know? Uh, and then they say the sun is way bigger than the earth and the moon. Well, why is it like a little yellow ball up in the sky if it's, it's so many times bigger? Then they say the moon is so many far away. When the moon is following the sun, it's right there with the sun. You know what I'm they saying? Only say, they only say it's smaller because they're saying that they're, they're proving that it's that far away. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody got common sense can see that the moon and the sun are about the same size. Everybody can see that with their own eyes. Right. You can see that with your own eyes. I mean, come on now, you know. Right. And that's what the problem has been. We have been indoctrinated so long that we don't even trust our own eyes no more. We don't even trust right. our own common sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and and the sun is right there. So, okay, if it, it, like I said, there's a protection up there. I don't, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Well, yeah, we know that the um, the so-called ozone layer. No, protects. I'm talking about no. Or no I'm not talking glass. about the. I'm not talking about the ozone layer. I'm not talking about that. I'm mm. talking about up higher up, like in, in up higher than the tr- stratosphere. I'm talking okay. about the next level up. And they, and, okay. and they claim that they, they went outside of the thermosphere and the exosphere and went out there in space. What I'm trying oh, to get a point. I'm not, oh, no, I'm not believing all of that now. Okay, so let me, let me just say this one thing. What has happened, these scientists that have become priest-like, 
and tell right. you the, the earth is this. Now they're saying the earth is pear-shaped. Okay, they're saying the earth is this. They're saying the earth is that. You know right, what right. they've done? You know what they've done? They've taken the most high out of everything because he said, I make right. man in my image, in our image. Right. Right. Okay, so that means they took and put the sun up there to worship, which a lot of them did back in the day, worship the sun. Instead right. of, he made this earth plane his special place, and they've taken that and said, okay, you're one of the planets out of many million moons of planets out here, and you're nothing. You're just obsolete. You know, you're a little bitty speck in a big galaxy and all that, and that's not what the Creator said. That's not what he said. And he says he's our guardian, our father, our husband. So it means he's got to protect us. And I think that the ceiling up there is to protect us. I really do. And if you go and pull up that YouTube I told you, it's called um, Look Up Geo Shifter. And then okay. you, you'll see it. And, and the guy shot that rocket up, and then it went so far up, it went up into the stratosphere where most of the balloons are going. It's going above the clouds, and you can see the sun right there at the hot spot and all that. So after it went up so far, you could hear it hit the top of the ceiling. It went wow. boom, and then it stopped, and then it came back down. Wow. Just like, have you ever noticed whenever they shoot rockets off? Uh -huh. That when they shoot these rockets off, they always make sure that it's somewhere near water and that people cannot be in certain areas. And when they hmm. shoot it off, they know because of the nature of propulsion and, and velocity and mass and all that, it's going to go up so far, but then it's going to come right. back down. Now, you know, most people explain, well, there's gravity. Now, I'm not going to sit here and knock your boy uh, Isaac, but I do question, I got a question for everybody. Now, he says gravity is like a central mass on this earth. And see, I'm anatomical. I ain't trying to start nothing. I like to ask questions. I'm asking a question right now. If uh -huh. gravity is so powerful that it's keeping water on this round globe and it, that, it's, um, that it's keeping the mountains to the ground, that it's keeping the people in Australia who is under the, under the bottom of us upside down, clung to the earth, if it's that strong, then how in the hell do flies and birds fly? Why is it strong enough to, is that strong, why is it not strong enough to keep the birds from not flying? Or the birds or the bees or, or, or airplanes? What, what's the deal here? Explain it to me. I'm very, well, I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, from my common observation, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a uh, animal expert. But as far as, you know, looking at nature shows, or the, not just the nature shows, but just mm -hmm. my own, you know, visual common sense, I'm looking at the fact that a bird has what you call, you know, what we know as feathers and... and, and, and Maybe we're talking about gravity that's holding everything. It, the bird wouldn't be exempt. <laughs> Take a magnet and pull it. A bird would not be exempt, sweetie, when you're talking about gravity. There's no way. Planes, you know, planes, uh, flies, how? There's just no way they would be exempt. Everything else is supposed to be pulled to the earth. Why wouldn't a bird and a bee and an ant and a flea or whatever? I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Got to come up with a better one than that. So, no, me. what's that video? Huh? What's that video of the rocket? Ge a geo shifter, and uh, he'll tell you, you can look at some of the, uh, the one is called Amateur Rocket Balloons uh, Going Up in the Sky. Amateur rocket balloons. 
Yeah, just look up Amateur Rocket Balloons in, uh, or either geoshifter.com, and you'll be able to find it on the hill, you know, different ones on the hill, see it. And, and you can hear it hit the, hit the ceiling. You can hear, hear it. And over in India or Egypt somewhere, there's a lot of glass that they can't explain. This glass is not of this planet, and they can't explain why this glass is falling all over the place. And even some reports here in America, different places, it, sometimes they say it falls. You know, it I'm, falls. I'm back. I got mm-hmm. cut off. Got cut off. Oh. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, brother. Go ahead. You were no, saying no, something no, about no. the birds. No, I was just trying to say that from the observation of birds is floating, they're not flying. They're flying. I know, but what I'm saying with the way they the way they're flying, it's like a plane when it takes off. Oh come right? on, brother! You're talking about oh. some gravity that's holding waters to the earth plane. I don't no, buy that. No, no, no. Hold on, let me say. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy, but the wind helps you propel. So a bird, you know, when they stretch their wings out, is being pushed up. By the wind. Because you know when, you, when you're up at a higher plane, like when you go further, further up a mountain, I don't know if you lived any or been a hiking in a mountain, it starts to get more windier and more windier and more windier because you're, you're, you're elevating more higher than the, you know, sea level uh, plane that you're on. Okay. Or the plateau that you're on. So as you're going up further, further, it's, get, it's more windier, especially when you're off it. the ground. I, I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy but, it. But the wind, think about the wind, that, the crosswinds that are blowing you back You're talking about gravity, gravity. <laughs> they even say the gravity controls. I'm saying uh-huh. the, 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 birds, the birds who fly at that level, right? They're not exempt from gravity. They're, they're, I'm not saying they are, they're not. But if they don't propel their wings, if they don't flap their wings, they're going to drop like a rock. Yeah, but they soar too. You remember, they don't always flop, they soar. Right, but they're soaring because of the the um, air that's that's the the density okay. of the air that's okay. all around us. You said a key word, there's, density. There's but density. You said a key word, there's density. density. The, right, because you know, the gases on every level as you go off the ground. I studied, uh-huh. I studied physics a little bit. I so understand just, what you're you know, saying, and, but it's not I, making sense. Every, <laughs> I don't know how to more to explain it, but I'm just all I know is that I know physics first, too. I study physics further, too. Right, but the first isn't it true? The further the way you get away from the ground, the the um, the thinner is the air, and you get more you got more gases as as you're floating up in in this before you get into the lithosphere and atmosphere uh, above, you know, the okay. further you get up in the atmosphere, the thinner is going to be the air, right? Yeah, and I understand between, what you're saying. And, be, and between and between the Earth and that point. Not not also that the earth the air is getting thinner, right? It gets more windier at a certain and you have velocity that's gonna push the birds Okay. Up to okay. the to uh-huh. flap their wings up and down. Okay, and I got a question for you today. Hold it right there. Hold hold that thought right there. Okay, okay, I can I can understand that. You're you're speaking from a physical physics level. Okay, so explain to me then if that's the case. Why is gravity so strong that it's got the moon at a distance keeping the moon around the planet or the earth plane? How is it intervening there but not intervening with the birds and the bees and the whatever? 
that don't make sense. And they also say when they're doing them CGI's oh. and pictures of the earth plane, they're saying that the, the, the air, like you're saying, explain the air and stuff, but it's still being maintained at a certain uh, uh, um, uh, a height of the, you know, above the earth. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I understand same, what you're saying. That's, that's the same thing that when it comes to um, rain. Okay, and, and, and what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Rain and um, snow, snow, right? Mm-hmm. You guys know that, you know, these different clouds are formed by moisture that's floating up in the air, right? Off of the ocean. That's what, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be, you know, that's the, the explanation of it, that, you know, <laughs> the condensation, you know, the of water floating up in the air, uh-huh. and then when it gets to a certain level, it drops because it's the gravity of the the drop the rain drops are getting heavier and heavier, and to the point where it just drops out of the sky. Okay. Through gravity. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I mean that's the explanation, but I mean I don't know if you believe that or if that's your that's an interpretation that you go with. Well, I mean you know. I'm looking at the scriptures and I'm reading the scriptures and and what thou saith the Most High. You know, he said when he wanted to make okay. it rain, he make it rain. Rather, it's, you know, because see, at one time it never rained. You know, and then when Noah came along and preached for 120 years, it's going to rain. They didn't know what rain was. You know, they had water on the earth plane. <laughs> you know, but you know they didn't know nothing about rain, and they thought he was crazy until the Most High opened up the skies and it rained and it flooded for 40 days and 40 nights. So, you see? so when like like hail storm, like hailing, that's the same thing. When water is being going back and forth, and it gets it condenses with 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 um, the moisture is condensing and condensing in the sky, and uh-huh. it gets so big it turns into a heavy object, and it just falls out of the sky. I'm saying that formulation you're saying is not taking place. I, I'm not saying that it, I, it, God, I mean, you know, the most high is... I'm entertaining your thought, okay? I'm entertaining I'm, I'm, it because okay. I went to school with physics, and that's what they told me, too. You know, and you could probably do experiments and stuff, but, okay, mm-hmm. I can understand what you're saying, but that does not explain gravity and keeping all the waters the waters to this earth plane. Okay, to me, gravity is, is supposed to be a force that's keeping everything to the earth plane. You throw a nickel mm-hmm. up in the air, Newton says that gravity is going to make it come back down, okay? Okay, And, okay. I, you know, I, what I'm trying to say is I don't buy that. I mean, because I feel like a bird or a bee or an insect that's got wings, uh, they're not they're not exempt from from gravity. Gravity is supposed to be a powerful force. I just don't buy it. You know, how could it be so strong but so weak? You know, you know what I'm saying. And a bird with little flimsy wings. I've seen them fly. I've studied birds too. And you know, they take off and they got the flight and the structure of the wings and everything. But that uh-huh. still does not exempt them from gravity. If there's, but there's they, such but, a thing as gravity. But, but, for the moment in time that they're off the ground, right? I hear you. It's just like it's just like when you fly a kite. You, you got you first got to run and it has to be a propulsion, uh, a propelling motion. I understand. Before that, before that kite takes flight or gets higher and higher and higher. So now, 
when you have it in the sky, you see it flo- it's flying around by itself, basically. If you let go the string. I'm not denying you, see, because I'm trying to prove a point, and you're proving the point. And, I'm not, I, I for, agree with everything you're saying uh, about the birds, okay. the kite, and everything. But, and I that's what you. a bird is doing. The bird is doing the same thing as a kite. Okay, so kite. let me let me throw this at you, because okay. I agree. The bird is flying, you know, and, it, 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 and it's defying so-called what you call gravity. So what I'm throwing at you is that then there's, not, there's no such thing as gravity then. <laughs> there's no such thing as gravity. I mean, it's gravity the way they explain it. It sounds unilateral. It's different. They're trying to say that, you know, gravity makes everything stick to the ground. Right. It's so strong that right, right, right. nothing floats, nothing just starts floating off the ground because of right. gravity. Right, right. But, but what? What is gravity? I mean, the scientists ain't even been able to explain what it is. Right. What is gravity? Is what you're what you're trying to you know? No, I, I know what gravity is. I, my, my, I know what it is. I was just throwing it at you. Gravity is not what gravity is, what they make you think it is. Explain. It keeps I things magnetized to the earth. Okay, okay. I understand. I understand I the said, level of See, you proved the point when you're saying birds yeah. are able to glide in the sky, or even a kite. Right. As long as that air is keeping it up there, but once right. the air refracts itself, then it's going to fall back down, which means right. that whatever's heavy density-wise is going right. to come back against that mass. Right. See, so right. what I'm trying to explain to you is that gravity, the way scientists explain it, is it magnetizes central magnetism in the center of the earth that draws everything to the earth. And, and it's right. keeping the people in Australia down under attached to the earth. Right, right, right. Now explain that. Me. How are they who are supposed to be upside down? Because that's where Australia is, on the bottom. Yeah. How they, in other words, they stand upside down, blood's rushing to the head, they're walking on the earth, they don't fly off like the bird. Come on now, what's going on? That's all I'm trying to say. That's what I'm asking. I feel you. I hear what you're saying. And I know what's happening, which I won't get into, but uh, Sister, you're on here. What is your opinion on it? I agree. I say, I've been saying that for years, but I just never had any proof to back it up. Well, well yeah. my, right. even, even my fifth grade, you know, I'm going to say something now to you guys that, you know, it, it's almost against what we believe in. But I don't know if you guys ever had a teacher. I had a fifth grade teacher, you know, when I was growing up in a city, in New York City, and, and he was saying, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anti-God or anti-religious. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying to you guys, just think about this. You know, um, you know, you got people in South, the South Pole and South America, or like what you said in Australia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If there's a heaven, <laughs> and, and and somebody in Australia is pointing to the sky, they're pointing down. Exactly. And and, and, and somebody who's in our, you know, in South America, in South Pole, North, you know, North, they're pointing North Pole, down. North Pole. North Pole. All right. Right. No, the right. South Pole. The South Pole, but you got to understand, you got to go back and look at the old maps, and you got to go back and look at the uh, Hebrew and all those back then, our people, and what they thought the construction of the earth was according to the scriptures, and they drew diagrams. Look at some of them Hebrew maps. Mm-hmm. Now, go ahead. So what I'm saying is that basically he said, so how could there be a heaven up in the sky <laughs> when you're pointing down Hello? if you're on the South if you're in the Southern Pole, you know, I, I thought about that from back then, you know, fifth grade when he said uh-huh. that. I was like, wow, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I it, asked it, it, you know, 
there you go. So, you know, the, the um, you know, he he proposed that question, like not to say that there's no God, but he's trying to say, right. well, the way we were explained that heaven, where heaven is up and hell is down, mm-hmm. doesn't make the concept can't stick when right. you have a right. circular Earth, right? Exactly. Well, not a, where people on the bottom of it are pointing down, yeah, away from up, what we call up if we're on the northern hemisphere of the equator. Exactly. You know, it don't make any sense. Uh, on so, around Earth, they use that. You know, that's what they come up with. You know, gravity is holding uh, uh, to the Earth plane down below. That means that their head, blood is rushing to their head all the time. Now, now to go one step further, my, see, because I'm just asking questions. Now, if that's the case, and this Earth is spinning around a thousand miles per hour east to west on the on its axis tilted, and you got these people down below that stand on, and you saying they saying gravity's keeping everything to the Earth plane. That's why I was saying there's no way that the birds would not be affected by this. You can't convince me of that. I don't care if they got I don't care if they got super duper wings and all that. Number one, the birds down in Australia, how are they flying all around down there? You mean tell them they got a sky down there too, so the sky is all around us. You know what's going on? So you think? So you think that you think the Earth is flat? Basically, I know the Earth is flat. I know yeah, it's flat. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I'm thinking. I so know it's it, it, like, it, it, common sense. Like yeah, yeah. So we're, look, we're spinning right. like a rug. Huh? <laughs> you think we're spinning like a rug? And, and well, spin. if you spin it, let me tell you something. You could do a simple experiment right now sitting where you at or wherever you at. You take your hand and you wave it across your face a couple of times. Will you not feel air? Yeah. Right. Uh, if you're in a car and you stick your hand out, aren't you going to feel air? And you're not even going 60, 65, 55 miles per hour. You're going to feel air? You right. get on a merry-go-round. You spin that merry-go-round. Aren't you going to feel air? And then when you get off, you're going to be dizzy. Aren't you going to feel that motion? You get in the elevator, aren't you going to feel that motion? Our bodies are in tune to this earth plane. You mean to tell me we're not going to feel a, 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 earth, a round earth going around 1,000 miles per hour? You're not going to feel nothing? Right. Some days the air don't even blow down here in Kentucky. It's it's just no air. You know? Mm-hmm. And then explain but, but, explain but that, uh, uh, star trails. Explain Shalom. star trails. Shalom. Yes, yes, brother. What what happens when no wind and why the birds move? Thank you. They're flapping their wings. There's air, there's air in the sky. There's <laughs> air all around us. How do you think we breathe? It's, it's all gases, not just regular air. Air is gas. It's a mixture of different different levels of gas, right? Okay, Am I, I, wrong? I, I can accept that, but explain okay. to me so how the people down below are saying. No, I'm just I'm just going back to what he's saying about how a <laughs> bird flies. Without, let me answer that first. He said, "How does a bird fly without um, without wind blowing?" Right. Mm-hmm. It's gases in the air all around us, and they're light enough to fly right through it, just like a, a plane. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But th- think about what I'm saying. I think there's, that a pl- there's no such thing. Look, I don't buy there's it. There's a plane. Look, airplanes when they take uh, off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It's a jet. The jet yeah, propulsion. but they propelling against oh, no, the. Uh huh. But the, the the jet propulsion is yeah. creating the force of the momentum, right? Okay. The only reason why the plane leaves the ground is because the wings flaps are tilted in inbound. Mm-hmm. They're not straight. They tilt because of so the, 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 the gravity. Oh, 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 the gravity's weak then. Uh-huh. 
Gravity's weak then. Chalama, <laughs> so the force of the engine don't make it? Don't have nothing to do with it either? No, yeah, the force I'm, does. I'm, I'm explaining. I'm explaining. The force okay. of the engine, the force of the engine, right, is allowing the plane to move forward, right? Mm-hmm. The only the only reason why the plane leaves the ground is because the the wing flaps, right? Or push. You. you ever they start to push down? You notice that, right? They push down. They're not they're not straight only. They push down. So by pushing down, the air that's going through the wing is pushing underneath the belly of the plane and pushing because the flap of the wings are resisting the air that is that is moving into. So now it's pushing itself above that air because air has density too. Just gases has density, just like liquid. Exactly, exactly. So, so I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with that at all. But hold on, before we move right. on. Explain I, gravity I then. How come that. gravity so powerful to keep us I down on this earth and everything I else? I just, <laughs> need to know, I just need to know, sister, if the brother understood what was just explained. Okay. Hello, brother. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. yeah, I'm here. Okay, <laughs> did, you, did you understand what I just said? Or did it make any sense or... Yeah, I, I yeah I, I I understood what you're saying, but what I'm saying is you still gonna need force, and at the same time, Say that again? you still gonna need a force. You said you don't need a force. You're gonna need. You're gonna. Right. You're gonna have. Right. right. Yeah. From from the engine. I mean, if that was the case, we could fly too. <laughs> well, listen, we could jump, but we don't have any wings. We, don't, we, we, we should be able to flap our arms. Exactly. No, no, exactly. we can't because it's, 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 it's no, because we're not, our arms are not, we're not that wide, that long, you know what I'm saying, to float so could it the be, air. So could it be, so could it be the, the power of the jet is force, and in, in the, in the force of the engine, uh, the weight of the jet, uh, the weight of the jet, let me let me get this. The weight of the jet uh-huh. and the power of the engines can can uh can push uh how you say it? one engine should be pushing uh two times the weight of the jet or something like that. Pretty much. Pretty much, yes. Okay. So, 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 it's, not the, so it's not the wings tilting, it's the force of the engine. Mm-hmm. It's the force of the engine. I think the it's wings both. just direct the direction it goes in. When you when you flap or whatever it's guiding that's in that direction. That's sure. That's but that's the what that's why I'm saying it's able to leave the ground. If, I if think the it's the force that leaves the, the ground. With the force of the engine. Yes, but but if the wings don't flap down to grab it to resist the air so it could push But rockets the don't air. have it, brother. Rockets don't have wings. But rockets are going straight forward. Yeah, they don't go straight forward either. They go straight. They go and then they curve. Up. Sorry, straight up. Yeah, then they curve the rocket going because of the the density of it, the mass of it. It's going to curve. Right. Okay. Let me, of course. Let me, because of the density. Plus, it's, but what I'm trying to tell you is a plane has wheels underneath and is rolling forward. The only way it's going to leave the ground is if that flap goes down. If the flap doesn't go, it's just going to keep going down the runway. We're gonna keep going down the street like a car, just like a car. You ever, 
You ever if seen the had, if, if our cars had wings, right? And I put some, I press that button, that magical button in my car, and my wings start to flap down. It's gonna take off in the sky, unless I. But it's still force. It's still huh? force behind it. Force behind it's what? It's still force. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's force behind yeah. the engine. There's, there's force behind the car, of course, because it's pushing the car forward. Right. So I'm saying is, I'm saying for it to leave the ground, you it's gonna have to have another um, push underneath the car or underneath. So we they create wings for that. That, that capability, and they push the wing flaps to go further, you know, push it down in order for the airflow that's underneath the wing to push up against the, um, push up against the body of the, of the plane. Because the plane ain't going to leave the ground unless those flaps go down. Trust me. Let, me. let me ask you something. Okay, let me read this right quick. What makes a plane fly? For a moment, think of an airplane moving from left, to, from right to left, and the flow of air moving from left to right. The weight or force due to gravity pulls down on the plane, opposing the lift created by air flowing on the, uh, over the wings. Thrust is generated by the propeller and opposes drag caused by air resistance to the airplane. Okay. So, you know, it, it's got to have force, and then the wings, the wings are going to, like you said, you know, capture that or, or keep that flow of the air, but you do still have to have a force, some kind of force. Yes, you have you know. to. It, it, it wouldn't leave the ground without that uh, kinetic, uh, the kinetic energy, because potential energy is, 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 is not in motion. Potential is just sitting. It's, it's, you got energy in you, but you're not moving. Mm-hmm. That's, that's potential. Kinetic energy is in, is in motion. It's when you're in motion. Of course, you need kinetic energy for something to start to move to, to, to leave the ground if you want to leave the ground. Mm-hmm. But in order for it to actually leave the ground, a plane itself, those wings have to flap downward. They, there's no way it's going to leave the ground. It's going to capture that air, but you still got to – it's saying here you got to have that force. Force, yeah. Yeah, you got to have something to make it. Capture the air under the wings and all that. I agree so with you. Yeah. But, the, but a plane birds is not like, huh? Birds don't have force. Right. Yes, they do have force. Uh, what? A bird has force now. All animals have. All mammals and animals have force. <laughs> that's like that's that's yeah. trying to say like no animal. That's trying to say the animal doesn't have to have um, kinetic energy. Uh, we'll be lying okay. to ourselves. All so what does this mean? Says, what does this mean? It says during takeoff, thrust must overcome drag, and lift must overcome the weight before the airplane mm-hmm. can become airborne. That's true. Okay. So you got to have force in order for the wings to do what they need to do to get that lift. Sure. I never said you don't have to have force. I never said uh-huh. I never said you don't. Okay. And I'm trying to tell you that the, just like a bird, the, the, the plane is modeling a bird. That's how they made plane. Uh, they imitate. Right. We, we imitate nature. We imitate God, if you want mm-hmm. to say the most high creation. Right, right, right. right. So, right. you know, by making a plane, they designed it behind how a bird flies. Mm-hmm. So okay. they knew that the, the bird has energy. Right. That's the most high energy in the, in the bird. And, and, and any animal that could take off and fly. Okay, so let me ask you this. It says a here, turkey, during takeoff... A, a tur- can I say this? A turkey. Yeah. 
uh-huh. can flap their wings and start flying. I've seen turkeys fly all over New York. Where I live in New York. Yeah. I've seen and and those are they big start running, birds. don't they? <laughs> yeah, they and they start taking. I'm like, wow, how's a and, and in my mind, I'm like, I thought it was too heavy. I never seen a turkey take off and fly. And they're like, right over the highway. I'm like, oh, right over the car to the next side of the highway. So you know, all birds have thrust and have that uh, momentum of energy. Right. But their wings are very strong. You ever seen a um a, 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 a eagle? Yeah. Up close. Has a a wide wingspan as well. <laughs> yeah. But just, what so you that, that that air that's thrusting them. That's why it's, a lot of them soar so fast. You know they could, they build up speed to like seventy miles an hour when they come and soaring. Yeah. From yeah. out of the sky, and they can slow it down and everything. That's, yeah. That's 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 the wonder of God, boy. You like wow? How yeah. does that happen? Okay, so explain to me then. Like I was saying, how can, if that's all the case and that's dandy, and I agree with you 100% on everything you're saying, it takes thrust, okay. and then it takes the, the force of, for the lift, you know. It's got to take the wings. It's got to right. take thrust first. You've got to have that certain amount of energy, you know, right. to push it. And then once it starts getting airborne, that air, the wings and all that kind of uplift, you know, I, I, I got that. I got that. But what I'm saying is that gravity, and, and most scientists, they, they can't even explain what gravity is. Okay, so where is the operation of gravity when it comes to birds and flies and bees right. and, and airplanes and all that? I mean, is gravity so strong that it gravity. can keep a man upside down in Australia uh, pinned to the ground? And not float out in space or whatever, and yet well, steal listen, birds and all that. I I can't explain to you <laughs> in one sentence <laughs> gravity, <laughs> but from what I you know the the, the way I explain it, pers- you know I guess personally I could say is that the um, there's a there's a force of energy that's magnetic that's keeping us attached to the to the earth, and I, not I mean, animals, not birds and stuff. All animals, because animal once a once a bird stops flapping his wings or spreading his wings, he's gonna that bird, he, she, female or male bird is gonna is gonna drop and I, straight down and, to the ground. And you know what I say to that? I agree yeah. with you. I say to that that it's not what they call quote unquote gravity, which your boy came up with Isaac Newton. I'm saying uh-huh. that's density, mass of what you're okay. talking about. Okay. Density okay. is like you go up on top of a building, you have a uh-huh. feather and a penny. You drop that right. penny and you drop that feather, both are going to yeah. fall to the ground because they because don't have no cross of force, but the penny's going to go faster. Why? It because mass. it's heavier. It's because of the weight. Is that, exactly. That's more density. Mass. That's right. But, of course, but why does it come back to the earth and stick to the earth like that? Because of that, I'm telling you, density is heavy. Sure, but what I'm saying is, so you're trying to tell me that the earth is flat and everything that comes back to the earth. I'm throwing a question out there. I want to know myself. Okay. You know, I ain't been outside of this this earth plane to know. I know at one time everybody thought it was flat and then Copernicus come along 500 years ago and said it wasn't round and the Roman Catholic Church accepted it and put it into all the schools and stuff. The maps mm-hmm. are even wrong and they're trying to change the maps now. That's why mm-hmm. I'm asking questions. I want to know. I don't know, but when I look out into the sky and we see all the stars, the moon, and when we look at the sun, 
Maybe because of the ocular shape of our eyes. Yes. But everything to me looks round. Okay. <laughs> All of those. I mean, you know, I never seen another planet. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, well, we've seen yeah, we've seen what Jupiter, or is it Mercury or Jupiter? One of those planets we can see out there, but they all look round to me. I mean, am I wrong? Anybody? I can't. I, I can't really answer maybe, that. I mean, maybe it's because, I can't. I, I can't answer that one either. But it could have. It could have something to do with um, the shape being indoctrinated of to believe. Yeah, it could be that as well too. But when, when you you've Her been taught that you've been taught that something is round or something is for so long, you accept it. Yeah. And but I mean, that's but, what you but, go on. Because I no, haven't but, been on, I haven't even, I've never even flown, so I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what, what any place but, looks like, you know, above. Right, right. I've, I've, I've done that before. I've like being, you know, flying around in, in the military or just flying around in planes and you look down you know, and but it still looks round. It to looks you. flat. It looks flat until you, you until you get to a certain area. Like when you get to a certain um, height. Do you see the, the horizon? Right. Right. You can start seeing it starts getting circular looking. Uh, yeah, but let me ask you be, something. But let me ask, maybe it's but, because of the the distance. Uh, no, no, there. no. You know what it is? It's because of the windows. But, Most windows are the way they shape the windows. <laughs> oh. Most windows around, circular. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying like looking. It will straight, bend your like, perspective. It really will, because in the you know I go back to the scriptures and he's talking about uh, the the light meets the day, the light meets uh-huh. the day. That that right there separates. You know, it's a horizon, and your horizon I view is like like okay, you look down. So the if, if the earth if the earth was flat, and we get and those. People right now in these other countries, like when I, I was in Japan, I used to live in Okinawa, Japan for a whole year. And there's supposed to be a whole day ahead of us. Uh-huh. 13, they're like 13 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So when, like, even when we had New Year's, we already were in New Year's before you guys had it in New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm calling back in New York, and they didn't even go through New Year's yet. So how do you explain that to me if the earth is flat? If I'm well, on the other I, side of the earth, only and I'm thing seeing I can sunshine, think. I'm seeing sunshine over there before you guys even get up. Okay, I'm I'm looking so at I my mean, perspective. I'm looking at perspective. I can't. I'm just gonna answer the way I understand it and see it perspective-wise. Number one, you gotta understand the position of the sun and the moon. Where is it yeah. at? And and you got to either you're gonna comprehend or you're gonna accept that it's 92 million miles away or it's closer. And the it's sun. Okay, if in the sun it rotates around this earth plane, the moon follows it. It so goes saying, around this earth plane. It it's doing a you know, it so, rises so, in the east and it sets in the west, which is not really setting. It's do, they they say it's a word uh, it starts with an a anol or something. It does come sometimes like a figure eight. And in and, and during the summertime or the summer equinox, it's more closer in the center. And as right. it starts getting wintertime, it goes out further out, further out. It's, circul- right. it's circulating well, around the earth plane. As far as I know, okay, on December, <clears throat> December um, okay, I'm just going to make a couple of points. I don't know. If, <laughs> I, when I say it, I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just certain facts that we learn, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you guys can tell me, if you learned it the same way, you can say, hey, okay. you know, I don't, I believe it or I don't believe it. But 
Number one, um, the 20, is it the 20, first, second, third, no, mm -hmm. second, third, fourth. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th. For those three days, the you get a you get an equal amount of sunshine and an equal amount of nighttime on the 23rd, 4th, excuse me, 22nd, 3rd, and 4th of mm -hmm. December. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, do you guys know that or you ever heard of that? Or... I mean, are, are you referring to um, the Book of Enoch? Um, no, was... I'm saying in general. In general, like, it's a fact known to people on earth who study just by studying, you know, sitting around day by day and studying the, the amount of sunlight that you get. You know, when it comes more and more closer to winter. I've never, um, you know, just sat up and, or even, um, you know, co to confirm it. I, did, I didn't know that. But this, but since now that you're throwing it out there, I pay attention to it this year. Yeah, me okay. too. <laughs> from the 20, <laughs> from the 20, from the 20, second, third, and fourth, for those three days, the days, you know, you know, as you get more closer and closer to winter, the days get mm -hmm. more, the daylight gets more, less and less, right? Right. And then, you know, you get more, you know, night, you get more night, more nighttime in the winter, and then vice versa, when you're getting closer and closer to springtime, to the summer, you get more longer nights, you know, Sunday out all night until like eight o'clock at night, the sun's still shining. Right. Right. So, are we taking okay. into factor that the, the man does change time? Are we taking that into effect too? Right. Uh, what you mean? With the time change, um, that's in the that's done in the spring and it's done also um that in the end of the fall. That right. Man well, that, that one hour, yeah. You mean the the, the um, you mean the changing of the, the hours of you know mm -hmm. spring forward and back forward, yeah. forward, right. and whatever. Yeah. That one hour is not going to really make that much of a change. I mean, but naturally, you notice, even if we don't change the hour back, that, you know, well, then, get more. Yeah, it does make it does make a, a greater distance, difference, though, I, because I think so. here, it does. That one hour makes so. a great difference, because here it gets dark now at 6 o'clock. Yeah, I think so. But, but, but what I'm so, saying is. But, but even in, in the springtime, it's like almost 9 o'clock before it's dark. Sure, but I'm saying. As we get closer and closer to December is what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Even with that one, even, okay, that one hour makes it darker, but it gets even darker earlier, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon to 4 o'clock. Where is it? Not here. It's never yeah, 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 not here either. Yeah. When I'm at in New York, I'm in New York, I'm all the way in the Northeast. Okay. And it's like 4 o'clock. It's already getting, it's like dark time. It's like. Eight o'clock at night already, almost. And it's still, it's just four o'clock. There's a program. So that's that what you I'm can, trying to tell you. I'm sorry. There's a program that you can download. It's called Stellarum. Stellarum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it'll show you the position of the sun. It's a it's a really good program. You you can download it. I download it, and you can pull it up right now in real time. It'll show you where the sun and everything is at all, all right. the time. So you know you can go in there but, and kind of check so, it out. So I want to yeah, make I heard my of point, program. How, how you spell that? S T E. Let me wait a minute. Hold on. It's, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Brother Gavin. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You guys go ahead. Uh, uh, wait, wait, I'm pulling it up now. Okay, hold on, because I got it on here, and I pull it up, and I can see real time. You can pull in the the, the latitude, longitude. S T E L L A R I U M. Stellarum. Okay. 
Okay, and, thank and, you. And I download, I love it. And there's another one that you can pull up, and you can change the pattern of the earth from round to flat to uh, equinox and all that. It's called oh. uh, Earth, E-A-R-T-H dot null, N-U-L-L. And it's a okay. beautiful one. You can you can see how the winds blow, how the uh, heat does, how the waters are circulate. It's called Earth Null. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's a right, good program you. too. Mm-hmm. So. Matter of fact, if you, uh, not to mention, if uh, uh, sister uh, Charlotte, if you got a number, you can just give me your number, and I'll give you a call and give you a couple little information too. Sure. Yes, I give it to you now. Okay. I'm ready. Let me just let me know you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, it's eight one three. Uh huh. Four nine three. Uh huh. Seven one one seven. Seven one one seven. Okay, brother. You know, don't think I'm crazy or we're crazy. No, 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 no. We're just questioning this thing. No, no, no. Right. Listen, I had these questions all my life too. I mean, you know. Yeah, because I asked my, I asked, I was in the sixth grade. And, and yeah. the teacher, you know, we was doing the thing with the globe and everything. Right, and she was right, right, spinning right. it. And, and I'm just a young child then. And I'm saying, teacher, tell me, tell me, how can those people under the bottom of Australia stay on the earth like that? And she was trying to explain gravity. But then I was asking her to explain how the birds and bees can fly freely. And she said basically the same, you know, stuff you were saying. But to me... Perspective-wise, common sense-wise, it's still not making sense. It's I look at density, and even yeah, I it, 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 it is density because of of a bee or or or, or could mm-hmm. much more smaller, and they're more ho- their bones are more hollower, uh-huh. and, they're, and they're they're not they're not as okay, dense. But check, as a, check as out a, what as you, a, okay, a but see, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Density is different from gravity, brother, and and so to prove a point, you do experiment. You take a brick, sure, and you take sure. a, take a take a brick, and you take uh, something real light, right. and you put that brick and drop it in water. It because it's so heavy against the mass of the water. What's it going right. to do? Okay, it's, it's not gravity that's operating here. It's the weight of the the brick against the water. Sure, and you can go point. But so they're saying many, they're saying they're saying the reason why is rushing back to Earth like that because uh, because of gravity. You know, how <laughs> gravity is what. Uh, no, I, nine point nine point what nine point one or nine point nine point five. Uh, it, it accelerates me, meters per second. I, I don't buy per, that. Gravity cannot be that <laughs> strong and that weak. I don't buy. It's either got to be either or. <laughs> That's just point blank. <laughs> it's got to be ten, either ten or. Just point, like either you're right or you're Huh? They're saying gravity is ten point second meters per second. That's yeah, how they, yeah. They, uh, and they can't even explain what measure. gravity is. Isaac Newton even said he didn't really know what gravity was. But he just happened to be sitting out there, throw something up, and then it fall back down 500 years later. And, and, you know, <laughs> he's saying, okay, there's gravity. After after Copernicus come along and says, hey, you know, the sun is the center of the earth, you know, center of everything. We're circling around the sun going 1,000 miles per hour, flying out in space and, and going around the sun uh, uh, 67,000 miles per hour. The sun's rushing around, going out here in, 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 in just, just going. But what I can't understand and i'm just asking what i can't understand is what yeah. about the star trails how come the stars the constellations okay. and everything are staying fixed in our sky uh, right i'm saying That's I'm, my, I'm, i want to know i'm i'm gonna say what i was gonna say earlier about the earth so now the earth has in my mind i'm thinking it's round it, it got to be round because because of this of what i'm trying to explain so the reason why you got that those three days of 
standstill of the uh, the days are equal. You know, you got equal amount of sunshine and equal amount of the nighttime. And after the 23rd comes the, I mean, after the 24th, they got a 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the twenty the twenty fifth of December is what day, as we all know it. Supposed to be Christmas. Supposed right. to be Christmas, right? Mhm. It's supposed to be the birth of Jesus Christ, right? Mhm. Mhm. But all of that relates to really the birth of the Son, the S U, and that's why they just started doing all the sun worship stuff because the Earth starts to get more after the twenty. After the 24th is the 25th. That's the first day that the sunlight starts to get more increasing during the daytime. I got to pay attention to it this year. <laughs> well, not only that, are you saying so, that the birth date of the Messiah was in December? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just telling you that that's why these, if you want to call them heathens or, or mm-hmm. uh, idolizers, idol worshipers, mm-hmm. Uh, chose that day to make it look like it was the birth of Christ, Jesus Christ, is because they used to sun worship back be- way before this, as we mm. all know. I could believe I could believe so, that, but I just, I just, they, this should just to test it out. I I need to pay attention to it and um just to you know just to see exactly what it what it is because I know there's a, there's okay just like time just went back a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, about mm-hmm. maybe two three weeks ago, right and um. And I know the closer you get to spring, it starts to get, it starts to have, um, like, they, like the sun actually is, is like, up still, like, about, like, 7, 8 o'clock. So by the time time well, changes, it's like, I know, but I know, but I'm not really paying attention. I just know the closer it gets to spring, I start paying attention to it, but I, I never paid attention to it from December. Well, I'm telling you right so, now that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test why, it out, and then, and when I test it out, and I see that you were right, then I'm gonna tell you, brother Gavin, you were right. I'm, I'm paying attention to it. It's <laughs> no, now, you know, much lighter because I never, I never, you know, looked at it as far as like December, but I know the closer you get to like um, spring or, or the time, the next time change, mm-hmm. that's what happens. It starts getting lighter early, a lot earlier. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why these Romans use that day as Christmas. A day for everyone to follow as so-called day of the birth of Christ. And they're infusing, right. they're infusing a lot of their paganistic practice of the sun mm-hmm, worshiping mm-hmm. and the moon worshiping yeah, yeah. into the right. seasons. And see, so that's, ha- yeah, I agree. That's the same thing with Easter uh-huh. now. Easter mm-hmm. is the birth of, es- you know, it's supposed to be um, uh, the uh, Esther, oh, Esther, Esther, right? Which is Astra, fertility god, right? yeah, which is the fertility god. That's mm-hmm. why they have the egg, the Easter eggs, and all that. Right, right, right. Yeah, those are all pagan, pagan things. But see, right. John and the Baptist was born in December. Right. And, and he, you know, he had his head beheaded off. He had it cut off. It was cold death, you know, signification right. of death, you know. Right. But my, so, whole, my, whole point of, my whole point of saying all of that about the increasing of the sun after the day of the, day of the 25th moving forward into the um, the spring equinox, you know, January, February, March, April, basically um, the earth is actually tilted at a 45-degree angle. It's not, the earth is not spinning so-called in, on its own axis 
in a, a straight up and down line. The earth is actually tilted to a certain degree. They say, they say 45 degree angle from being straight up mm-hmm. and down. I don't know. I don't know how much degrees it is. We don't really know what it is. I mean, how do you know it's tilted? And this is why I'm trying to tell you why the sun, as we go around it, 365 days, that you get the darker day, the, excuse me, the, the, the more, the, as we get more closer to the wintertime and more closer to, to the springtime, that the increase of the sun, the light of the sun starts to increase when, it, when we get more closer to spring, summertime, and then after spring, summertime comes fall and, fall and winter, which decreases the sunlight. That's why they know that the sun, excuse me, that the earth is circular and that it's at an angle. It's tilted at an angle. How do we know, though? How come they don't know? I, 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 I just proved it to this you. Is, this that, is, but you're, not, you're going by no, what someone said, what the, no, no, the no, scientists say. I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to explain it to you. Take, take, take a flashlight. Somebody in your house, take a flashlight. I've used a flashlight. Uh-huh. Okay. Do, do this. Take a flashlight. You know, you're, you're, if you have a consort, whoever, your brother, sister, and I, ask them to hold a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Take take an egg out mm-hmm. of the fridge, if you got eggs, I don't know, or something circular. Okay. Or ovular, o- ocular, not not fully circle, circular, but mm-hmm. it works better mm-hmm. when it's more like oval. Right. So I said egg. So now, go around that, per- okay, have that person, I don't know how to do I'm going to say, all right, not a flashlight, but. You might have to use, okay. A, a, a uh, candlestick or something or? Yeah, like something. Yeah, yeah. Something in the middle of the room, like a light bulb, maybe. Right, right, right. And then take that ball or whatever you got and move it around. Tilt it at an angle. And move it around that light object, whatever you got, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Without, without spinning it. In mm-hmm. a circle. Because they said we're spinning, that, that, that's what makes 24 hours in a day. They say we spin a thousand miles, thousand, yeah. But make, stay, stay at that one, you know, keep that, that position mm-hmm. at that angle and just mm-hmm. move that around the light, whatever mm-hmm. light you're going to use. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to see what I'm saying when it comes to, the, you know, that part of the, like, put a dot. I don't know, paint, paint one side of it, mm-hmm. of the egg or whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And as you're moving it around the, the actual light, you're going to see that some parts of the, the egg is going to be shaded more at one point. And then as of you're course. going back around, that same yeah. part is going to start to decrease the shade. I understand. Uh-huh. So you're going to have more light mm-hmm. to that side of the whatever you, you're, you're holding. I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you get more closer, farther away from it, on the mm. other side of that light, mm. you're going to see it start to decrease. Okay. So one part is going to start to increase in light, and one part of it is going to start to decrease in light. Okay. Okay. And just because it's at an angle. Yeah. And that's the reason why it's proven that you could say that, yeah, this earth has to be round, and it's going around the sun. I disagree. <laughs> I mean, you could disagree, <laughs> but I'm just saying this. Uh, I, I do don't. It, 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 it
No, no, of course not. It's not oh, flat. Oh, I thought you were saying, oh, okay, okay. But I do know that the moon is transparent. Why? Explain that one. Mm, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, Why do you think all the like, artifacts from the past? Sometimes you could pull a look on the Google. You could. I have even seen the moon where you could darn near see through it on some days down here. You could see mm-hmm. stars on the other side of it. Explain that. I, right. I, I, and they I, do I, have pictures or artifacts and and stuff like that, and you know statues and stuff with the the man in the moon or the you know a star behind a star in the moon. You know yeah. you can ask. Sometimes some days it's transparent. Some days are so transparent. Shalom, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was asking if the if the if the sun is bigger than the moon, why can it, why do it have an eclipse and this moon black out the sun? That's another know, right. That's another thing too. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be no. It shouldn't be possible if that was the case. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's an explanation for it, but I don't get into it, but. Well, they're, yeah. they're saying that because of the distance, like I said, you know, like they're uh-huh. saying the distance of the sun is more further away. So okay, that's how far? The sun is... 92 million miles? I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know. They, they got a number on it. <laughs> I mean, but I can see miles, that it's not 92 million miles away. I'm not saying it is. I don't think we'd be able to see it if it was that far away. And we wouldn't, and it wouldn't like the earth like it would. <laughs> that, means, right. that means they're telling us that it's, so they lied to us. They lied to us. That's, that's what it saying. means. Yeah. That's, uh, they're trying to say that it, it, if it's that far away, that it got to be so, so big, right? a ball of energy, you know, uh-huh. that, you know that, 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 that they're trying to prove their point. That, oh, yeah, it is really far away because mm-hmm. that's why it's, so, it's that big. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the further you move something away, the smaller it gets to your vision, right? Right. Yeah. So now they're trying to say it got to be as so so big. That's why we can still see it. Mm, not, you get but, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but my perspective, just mine. No, I'm not talking about nobody else's. My perspective is, boy, one day I just went recently, and I was sitting in a place, and the sun was right up there in the sky, and the heat was so tremendous. But, and that's what I'm trying to tell you that with. Did you know? And it didn't move the, nowhere. The sun didn't go nowhere till a certain time. It, we wouldn't. To me, I could see. No, the, listen, the, listen, listen. Did you? You're not going to be that, playing. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, what I'm saying is, I physically could see that the sun was right there in the sky. It stayed there for a while, and then it started moving along. I, I, we was not moving. If I figured like this, from my perspective, my common sense, and my observation, if we was going a 1,000 miles per hour, we would have passed that sun way long time ago. <laughs> you know, and then it started going down. It started going down, okay? So it, there's uh, – whew. I don't, you know, I, I just didn't see it moving. Explain Star Trails then. Hello, Nation. I, uh, I, don't know, I don't know too much about Star Trails, but. Yeah, yeah I was, like, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, it was getting 12 o'clock. I was oh, on yeah. the call. I was going to get here close to you, You want to call me tomorrow, brother, or y'all want to wait and call me or whatever? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We was going to do that tomorrow. Okay, I said was it, it was, important? Was it really important? Yeah, she was having a little difficulties on the on the uh, university as far as going to the administrative office. I mean, okay. administrative and then okay, sending so, uh, the information to you. So okay. uh, we we'll get, yeah, we'll get that settled tomorrow. Okay, just get that um, with me tomorrow, you know, sometime, and I'll help you get that straight, okay? Yes, ma'am. I was going to pass the post to you. Yes, email. I got to do that, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I think Brother Priest got to set you up, sweetie. Or has he set okay. you up already? I don't think he has. Yeah, he'll set you up, and then he'll let you know where you're going to be at and all that good stuff. You know, he's got okay. to do all that. So, you know, but, you know, in the meantime, you know, we'll, we'll get it together. Okay, brother, we we apologize for keeping you so late. <laughs> oh, y'all are right. I love you guys. I love y'all. Uh, conversation you. was very interesting. He might take yeah. out the video, and he, and he tapped it. He tapped the uh, the glass cylinder two two or three times in the video. You see, did you see it? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, what do you think? Not, well, uh, it you was see, shocking. Did you hear I, when it hit? Yes, ma'am. It's pink. It hit a little loud. Pink, like it, it it hit, and then the rocket just fell. You know, hey, the rocket wow. still had force, but it knocked the rocket like it knocked it. You know, yeah. the force out of the rocket. Uh huh. So, uh huh. And, mm. and it had to come back down. So they did it you, uh, three different times. Yeah, yeah. And then you can see the earth. Angles. You can see the earth plane. You see, you can see it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll hook it up. And uh, don't forget, Sunday, we got a meeting Sunday. And Brother Gavin, I'm going to call yeah. you uh, tomorrow, son, because I want to get with you you and Anisha and uh, Javon, okay. Trayvon, and so we can work on some things Sunday. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, sister, yeah. I got... I got your number. Um, I want to call you right quick and then, you know, let you go. But I got your number, and uh, okay. we're going to get, get us. Everybody's going to get set up. And thank you, Brother Gavin, for your information. You're very knowledgeable. Thank I, you. Still, yes. I still got <laughs> questions. And, Brother Gavin, I'm yeah. going to send you some stuff. You know, okay. you're real good at how explaining it. Then then, okay. then I got something where you, you know, I got to send you some stuff, okay? Okay. I don't mind. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and I, I love, love science. I love science, and I, I love, do too. you know. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, you know, fact, like you, I mean, I, I, I think uh, but, the same way you're thinking, uh, you know, how fast Brother Eric and uh, Sister Crystal's getting ready to sign off, so, oh, okay, uh, you I'm know, sorry. let them sign off. Shalom. And then, you know, you could just elaborate for a few minutes, and then we'll let you go. <laughs> we love you, Brother. Love you, Mason. Y'all be safe. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to really say this before I go. I really didn't like science to the night. I'll see you guys on the call. Shalom, shalom. Okay, okay shalom. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Uh, Brother too. Gavin? Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know, there's an explanation for everything, but, you know, only thing I'm saying is, you know, when I was growing up, they told me this and they told me that, and as a child, I couldn't, I, it just didn't make sense to me. Right, you know? right, right, right. And I always like to ask questions. I'm not saying anything's a certain way because none of us is able to go outside and see, you know, what's out there. No, we're not able to. We're just going by what they tell us. But then right. we also have to have common sense. And, you know, oh. I, you could take a little round ball. And we're talking about using gravity. You could take a round ball and run water on it. The water's not going to stay. Now, let me ask you, don't water always stay leveled out? It always levels itself out? True. Okay, so if the earth, if you go look and the earth is a curvature, it's round, every so many miles is going to dip. Now, why is it that the um, uh, surveyors and those who build railroads and bridges and stuff, they do not allow for curvature? Why? Why is that? They say they cannot build according to curvature because there is no curvature. Why? They say that. So if it's a curve, every so many miles you're going to see a dip in the earth plane. It's going to be round. You know, you're going to, you're not going to be able to see so, you know, it's going to drop, 
where your vision and the horizon, there won't be no horizon. And you go look on that YouTube and pick up, pull up a lot of horizons. You'll see, start looking at TV, you'll see the horizon. You're going to always see the sky meet the, the, the earth. And in the scriptures it says the dark meets the light. The light meets the dark. That's the horizon. That's that straight line. That's that line, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, you know, and then you go. I've looked at. I've even went as far because I don't buy nothing. I'm not. I'm like you. I like science, and you know, I'm, I'm going by what I was taught, what I read. So I'm not going to just buy anything. But then I started letting my eyes and my common sense, as well as research and knowledge and mm-hmm. figures and numbers and stuff, make more sense to me. And, and you look at the, you look everywhere you look, you're going to have that perspective, like a railroad. You look at a railroad track, and I seen one today. I happen to look at a one today crossing it okay to go so far and then it meets at the end of your perspective right mm-hmm. it, 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 it meets down it's like an arrow but if you keep if, if i got on that railroad track and kept going it would open up you see what i'm saying yeah. you see you see what i'm saying and the sun uh from my perspective With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.